Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is up? It's going to be a lit one tonight. <laughs> we got an awesome show lined up for you guys. Episode 076 coming at you. We got some awesome guests coming in the house. We got Luke Nessler here with us today. What's up, buddy? How What's are you? What's up, man? Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, man. We got Mikey Waynes coming on the show, and we got Ashley Hendershot coming on the show. Talk a little bit EMTB racing. Oh, yeah. And and then talk to Mike about whatever. Whatever. Whatever Mikey wants to talk about. <laughs> Everything that's blown up in the GNCC world it right now. It is wild right now. It There's is. a lot of stuff going on that we need to talk about. But before we get into it, we got to thank our awesome sponsors. First of all, we got to thank Guts Racing. Since 1985, they've been in the business of making the best seat covers, the best seat foams, the best seat technology in the game. When it comes to looks, performance, style, mm -hmm. There's no match. Nope. No match at all. And uh, we just gave one away last week for our yep. fantasy. We're going to be giving away a couple extra prizes this week for the fantasy. Oh, yeah. So if you guys don't have your teams in yet, you guys might want to get on that. Uh, we also got to thank Seal Savers. Mason Mill over at Seal Savers. Uh, they've been in the business for 21 years. Fork protection, coil protection. Um, let's see. Side by side. Oh, yeah. uh, mountain bike. Yep. Mountain bike mm, stuff. That's right. That's right. Yep. Uh, Mason is a great guy. Uh, you can save 25% by using the split line uh, discount code, capital S, and split line 25% off their already affordable products. So right. make sure you guys check that out. We also need to thank Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. Brandon, what are those things made of? Case hard and still, baby. The best material in the business. <laughs> they are the top of the line sprockets and chains and you guys can get them for 30% off right. using the discount code split line 30. Or you can win. You have two chances this week with our fantasy. Two chances. Two, chances. two people are going to win a uh, Sunstar chain and sprocket kit for their bike or their ATV. Yep. So all they got to do is be the top uh, dirt bike team or the top ATV team. And if you're the both, top yeah. both teams. You win both. I don't know. Do you win both? We no. might not do that. I don't know. Did you say 30% off? 30% off. I mean, that's like a full-on sponsored discount. It, it really is. That's a lot of money it off. Is. That's it impressive. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, we love our sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's a good deal. Uh, and then XC Gear. We're also going to be giving a Mako 360 away this weekend that you can put on your ATV or your dirt bike. Yep. Now, I don't know about you, Brandon, but uh, I don't like a lot of vibration in the bars. I don't. I don't like it at all. What? I, 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 that's one thing I hate. 
Because you know what? It causes arm pump. It does cause it does cause arm pump. Yep. And I tell you what, like when it comes to bar clamps, it, they're great looks and top of the line quality. Mm -hmm. uh, they are the best in the business when it comes to making the Mako 360s and for the uh, dirt or for the um, uh, mountain the bikes, the Hammerhead yeah. 360. That's a pretty sweet looking piece right yeah, there. Custom so vibration down your bars on your EMTB, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, but this weekend we're going to be giving away that, and you don't have to be good at the game uh, yep. to win that one. All you got to do is enter and it's a random drawing and we're gonna we're gonna choose a winner to win the mako 360 uh we also got to thank um mountain state hair scrambles right. top of the line hair scrambles in west virginia you guys got to check them out um they uh they put a sweet show on every weekend they have great tracks tight technical tracks to test your your riding skill uh dirt bikes run on saturdays atvs runs on run on sundays yep. they just got done racing this weekend uh it was a good race yeah. from what I heard. So, uh, yeah, you guys got to check those out. But uh, so that's it, man. Yeah, that's Brain. it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's what have you been into, buddy? No, not much. Dude. We went to Fast Tracks over the weekend, did some racing. Yeah. Uh, Colton did really good. He, he had a hard-fought hard fourth place, but uh, he, he had third, man. Had third wrapped up, Luke, and went down in a corner on the last lap, and third, pay, uh, third place got by him, and he couldn't get fast enough, uh, get back up fast enough. But um, happy with him. He was awesome. It was a good day. Um, I ended up, I think uh, I think I took eighth in B class and fifth in plus 30. Um, had a little had a little. Uh, did you accident. take the ATV this time? No, no, ATV still broke. I think it's a stator. You, you got that thing fixed? Uh, I mean, the way gas prices are going, I doubt it. There's a nine-hour <laughs> race coming up, I hear. There is. You yeah. race ATVs and dirt bikes. I'll do, I'll do it all, man. <laughs> I'll do it all, He's man. like a... He, it, He's like the uh, – I'm trying to think of a reference right now, but I can't think of it. Just like the guy that does all sports, he's like the yeah. – Iron Man? Iron Man, I guess. I guess so. so. Yeah, last time I was at Fast Tracks, I actually raced at 11 and then raced at 1.30 on my dirt bike, and then at 4 o'clock I raced my quad. Really? <laughs> all in the wow. same day. Yeah. That's why I just race e-bikes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's enough right there. Yeah. You're, you're the motor I mean, yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I keep trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, I wonder if I could do like quads on Saturday, e-bike – do an EMTB bike race on Saturday evening and then run dirt bike on Sunday at GNCC. I don't know if I can make it, but that'd be a tough ask. That that'd be, be a tough ask. Okay, I want to give it a shout out to Doug Kirk. He used his hammerhead this weekend Ooh. on his mountain bike sweet. that he got, and uh, he said it's pretty sweet. That's awesome. So, so I, I'm excited to see check one of those out yeah. for sure. I've not personally ran a hammerhead yet before, but uh, right. I'm sure they're pretty sweet. Does anybody run them in the EMTB series yet? Uh, no, um, but I'm interested in those. That yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah, we need to get with Lance. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, we will. Lance sure. at XC Gear, that's for sure. Devin Masters, what's up, dude? We appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're gonna have to get him back in studio here pretty soon. Uh, the local local legend, local yeah, legend of Devin Masters. Yeah. Uh, so. Any news in, in the Supercross, Motocross world we need to talk about? Um, there's, there's, something. A, there's a lot of big news. Um, I think Mookie hurt himself on purpose, so he'd have to uh, run outdoors. <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, Mookie, I guess, did uh, came out late, 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 late last night, around 11 o'clock, I think. Um, Mookie is down. Um, I'm not sure what happened to him. Um, but R.J. Hampshire is stepping up into the 450 role for Husky, um, along with uh, Shane McElrath mm -hmm. um, as well. Um Tomac, you heard about Tomac, Dungy, everybody heard about Dungy. Anything else? No. Joey Savacci on the Cali. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm excited to see outdoors come mm -hmm. along. I'm excited to see the 222 out here, yeah. uh, West Racing. I'm excited to see Dungy back. Uh, I mean, I know you're a big motocross fan. Yeah. What are you looking forward to seeing? I, I, the same. I mean, I think it's going to be cool to see those guys. And uh, Racer X put a video out um, 
this past week about the stopwatch nationals, all the guys out, and Tomac was in the video. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by that because, you know, I wasn't sure if he would even get on the bike until maybe the week of the first national. But, right. I mean, if he, he looked good. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'll I'm. be curious to see what happens with Dungey. I mean, he was on Pulp and obviously – and he confirmed, like, he's not coming out if he doesn't think he can win. But right, right. I think they said he's been off five or six years. I just don't see how that's humanly – and he's he's never been aggressive anyway. No, he's right. just Mr. No. Consistency. So. I don't know, man. I, I hope they get to, to the races that are closer to us because yeah. nobody who nobody's going to be out west to see him. It'll be great if he's at uh, at High Point. Yeah. And yeah. If he's the, if he makes it to High Point, he's doing the whole series. That's round three, right? Yeah. High uh, Point's round three. Four. Round four. four. Okay. Yeah, Thunder yeah. Valley is round three. three. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I would say if they get to Thunder Valley, they're probably right. him and Antonio will probably do the whole series. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tim McIntyre, thanks for joining us, man. I saw a picture of you down in uh, a mud hole this weekend helping some guys uh, oh, yeah. out at the Mount St. Harris Girls. So that's pretty cool. I know exactly where that mud hole is. I got stuck there uh, <laughs> nice. a couple of years ago as well. Uh, but at the Mount... Before we get off the topic of Mount State hair scrambles, I want to give a shout out to our buddy uh, Liam Draper. He took Four the overall uh, at Dirt Bikes, and then Adam McGill. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's won every single Mount State so far <laughs> this year. So taking that easy money. Yeah, yeah. he's going in there. To, he's going in there to collect the cash. <laughs> collect the cash. That's for sure. Oh, and speaking of Mount State hair scrambles. I want to let you guys know that we are now doing a uh, co-sponsorship. We are sponsoring the Mount State Hair Scramble Series. So look for our logo to be up on their banners. Uh, you're also going to be able to get our T-shirts at their merchandise uh, table. So yeah. uh, uh, that's pretty exciting. We're pretty excited about that. So make sure you guys um, – I don't know if we're going to have the T-shirts in time for their next round, but uh, we will let you guys know when our T-shirts are there. So make sure you guys Which, check that out. If you didn't catch our Instagram, we have a new, kind of a little bit of a new design, not really like a whole new design, but – Kinda someone a new design. Yeah, every time we make a T-shirt, <laughs> we just make a new design. They too. look good. Whatever you have on now, it's subtle, but I, I like yeah. it's clean. It's good. My business it's, partner is a graphic designer. He'd, he'd appreciate that. Well, we're it, gonna send you home with one before yeah. you before right, you leave. Man. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, so Luke, uh, tell us about your season so far. Your team season. Um, uh, you know, we talked to you right before you guys took off this year. Yeah. And wanted to see, you know, want to see how you guys are how you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, Man, the team the team season overall is uh, everybody's doing well. It, there's a, a bunch of new classes. Um, mm -hmm. Ashley's going to come on here a little bit and talk about the WXC. It's the first year for the have a pro ladies class. Um, Ashley, there, there's three rounds and three different winners. Mm -hmm. Ashley won the last round. Um, she's been the consistent one in that class through the first three, so she's leading the points, which is awesome. Um, everybody's doing really well. Our two national champions from last year. Um, are leading the points in their classes so far this year. Cooper Kaneff, um, he's probably the fastest guy on our team, and he's one of the fastest guys in the field. He gets nice. top – I think he was sixth overall wow. um, last time, and he's 13 years old. <laughs> That's um, crazy. Well, no, I might be wrong. He's 13, 14. He thinks he's 25, but, um, <laughs> man, he, he's a rocket ship. He didn't lose at all last year. He hasn't lost yet this year, so um, it's been good. My season um, – yeah, we could just skip right over that so far. <laughs> so I came up with the – I'm. I mean, if you're watching on Facebook, you could see I'm a bigger dude, right? So I was like, you know what? I need to push the Coombs family hard to get a heavyweight class. In yeah. the mountain biking world, they call it the Clydesdale class. I think that sounds lame. So I pitched <laughs> this idea of let's have what's called a big bore class. By the way, the naming brand on yeah. point. Oh, that uh, is yeah. the I, coolest name. I, I got that part right. Yeah. <laughs> Where I messed up was I said, all right, over 200 pounds and we're good. I walk around about – Depending on time of the year, 260, 250, right? right? I might not look quite that big, but I am that big. 
And I'm like, 200 pounds, I'll be good. Man, some of these dudes showing up that are 200 pounds. <laughs> Washboard abs. Oh, <laughs> there's guys in, in the big bore class that are getting top 10 overall. And me and my buddy, uh, Dave Kneff, who's on the team as well, um, he's a bigger man. Uh, we're... we're <laughs> We thought we'd get on the podium. <laughs> last race, I didn't finish. He got next to last. Oh, so it, 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 man, it, we're at, we're just having fun. Oh, yeah. um, it's the big bore class is not full of fat slow guys. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I messed up. Dang. I should have made it two fifty plus. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think it's cool though to see. You know, we joke around, but but to see the sport growing to where you're adding classes in general yeah. and and having the the ability to. To pitch something like that and, and for the Coops family to be able to go to it. And uh, um, the EMTB series has just grown so much. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool that, you know, it's it's getting the attention of a lot of people. And they even have their own highlight video now. It's not linked in with the ATV right. video. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it's a growing sport and it's growing really fast. It is. It, it's growing quick. And, and I just told you guys, uh, I think Paul Parabinos from Renthal is going to come out for Snowshoe. And we're going to get him taken care of with a bike and whatnot. I mean, he's coming out from California. And he's yeah. doing some other things while he's there but he's most excited about the e-bike race which, right. which is cool and and um it's bringing legitimate cyclists from florida that are coming up and doing the whole series so it's uh it's good i, I hope that it's there to stay i know they had the side-by-sides and that kind of came and went and i know a lot of it was just i mean you're talking about racing you know race cars through the woods and they're, logistically it didn't work hopefully this series continues to grow and they've got something pretty cool well i think with the with the side by side situation a lot of that boiled down to uh, danger. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know as well as I do, the GNCC crowd likes to get really close to the, the yeah, action. I don't want to be near one of those <laughs> things. No. It's bad enough yeah. when a bike or an ATV yeah. runs into somebody, let alone a a, a machine that's basically the size yeah. of a Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'd be like getting hit by me in the big bore class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's so, awesome. Uh, you know, going into um, our, our, our next subject, we're going to have Ashley come on the show. Um, you know, it's cool that they've had a, a, a pro women's class come up and, and now, you know, what was she racing before, uh, she went to the, cause she was racing last year, correct? She was, yeah. She was just in before the WXC, it was just women's. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they kept it with just one, uh, class for the girls because they, they didn't want to create too many classes and not have enough people in right. it. Mm -hmm. It's borderline there now. There's been, I think, three pro women um, at each one of the races. Um, and if we would have done it any earlier than now, they wouldn't have had enough. Right. Now, those three women that are in that pro class need to be in that pro class. Right. Um, so she raced pro women's uh, 2019. She took the title. Uh, she raced 2020, 2021. And then we finally got the, the Coombs family to add that pro class on. And um She's grown as a rider. You know, 2019 was her first year racing. And before that, I think, and we can ask her, I think she just supported her husband who races quads. Right. So she's grown as the sport's grown, which is kind of cool to see. And now she's going to Worlds. Uh, this year, I think it's in Italy. Um, last year, it was in France. I might have it backwards. Um, but, yeah, it's she's, she's doing really good. And all, all the, the ladies that are in that pro class are way faster than me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 man. Women, th those girls, dude, they haul. I've raced in the AM 
Millennium ATV race, and I, I think yeah. I would have finished maybe tenth overall out of nine. Um, yeah, out of nine, nine women, nine women yeah. up there. So th th there's no, no there's slouching. No shame. There's yeah, no shame there's no shame. No there's shame. no shame in the game at all. Uh, so you know, you you're being at the races uh, all day Saturday. I'm assuming you're there on some Sundays. Um, uh, what do you think of uh, uh, the, the battles that we've had in the ATV class this year? Um, I mean, it's like a, it's a two rider battle up front, and then over on the dirt bike side. Ooh, a lot of chaos this year. Yeah. Um, man, the, the battles have, have been interesting. I don't so I don't watch them live on Saturday because we're getting ready, but I always go back and um, I'll watch the replay on Racer TV or catch the highlights or, or you know, watch them come through the pits or whatever. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for Walker Fowler. I'm ready to see somebody step up, more yeah. more, more than one guy step yeah, up right. and, and challenge him. And I think that's starting to happen this year. And then, man, on the bikes, like I was talking to you guys before, it's like you, you guys just want to go, you know, throw on some <laughs> gear and we probably could get like top five yeah. overall because everybody's just getting hurt. It's insane. And yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. It probably has something that is similar to do with why everybody gets hurt in Supercross now. Right. It's the mm -hmm. bikes are getting faster. Mm -hmm. The guys are getting faster. That's, I think um, that's a big thing. It's yeah. fitness, man. These guys are pushing the limits. Oh, it's limits. insane. Pushing yeah. them. I, I mean, these guys put content on social media now, so you can see guys like Stu was putting some stuff out about, you know, just tips and techniques on how he goes through these trees. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it at speed. Right. Um, and I think that's just going to come with the territory as the sport progresses yeah. these types of injuries. Yeah. yeah. We, and you, we've had a lot of people on this show. We've had that, we've had that on, we have, we've had Stu on Ricky Strang, Russell, yeah. Ricky Russell, all these guys. Yeah. And, <laughs> Everybody kind of says a lot of the same things that you just said, um, and it just seems like you know traffic is another thing. Uh, a lot of guys are running that um, that afternoon class, whether they want to or not. It seems like some of them are being pushed yeah. out of the, the, seat, uh, the point, morning. pointing out of the morning classes and going into the afternoon classes. Another thing is that 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 I think is 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 now that we have um, the e-bikes in the GNCC world. It allows the guys to be able to ride the track almost more than they're actually racing it. Yeah. So they're becoming so familiar with That's these tracks yeah. that that it, it it makes it to where like it's almost like a motocross or a supercross where they know every rut or you know you, every turn. Yeah. You talk about Stu. He was talking about like he he memorizes the scenery or like you know when I see this particular tree that looks weird, I know that I will be taking a line to the left here in like mm -hmm. thirty yards. So. Uh, these guys have it dialed. One of them was telling us that they would show up Thursday evening or Friday just to mountain bike the tracks. Like they well, were showing up early, right? I think they've gotten rid of the Friday mountain biking, I believe, of the track. I, I could be wrong, but I think Liam said that they couldn't. Maybe, maybe that's what it is then. Yeah, I think they finally got rid of the Friday mountain. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they're not able to pre-ride. They're not able to ride on just, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. But Saturday they can ride as much yeah. as they want, and then Sunday morning they can but ride. But a lot of the guys were saying that they'd be cool with if they would limit it to, you know, you can only ride on, let's say, Sunday morning, or you can only ride uh, – for a certain time period on Saturday, something to where they're just not able to memorize these tracks. And let's be honest, these guys have been going to the same facilities since they were kids. Uh, so a lot of these places that, you know, um, even if they don't ride them, they have them pretty well known where they're going. Yeah. A lot, you know, I, I think, I, I think the sport is getting the mo the same thing that happened in motocross, supercross, where you have these facilities. Yeah. Again, the, 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 the moto guys turning more into an athlete and, 
that's been happening for a while in motocross, but I think it's really starting to get to that point in, in GNCC. And again, I just, the speeds are faster and you make a good point. The e-bike, they're probably more refreshed mm -hmm. than they were three, four, four or five years ago when they, I mean, you had to have been gassed. If you rode a regular bike around those, oh, yeah. I can't, now they're doing multiple laps. We tried to ride a regular mountain, mountain bike around bike, the track yeah. one time and that was enough we for were us. Like, nope. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see. It's been a wild year for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it for sure has. Um, so we're going to get Ashley on the show here in a minute. But uh, before we do that, I want to let you guys know that we are having the listener questions tonight. We have yeah. a few that you guys submitted via um, Instagram or Facebook that I'll be reading. Um, if you guys want to get in on that, listener questions. Best question wins a set of seal savers for their mountain or for their dirt bike mm -hmm. or their ATV. So yeah. um, I, you notice how I said best question. I didn't say most intelligent intelligent question right, right. Or, just the best question or it, yeah it could be the funniest question. the funniest question just hit the a, stupidest question hit, hit us up in the comments with a question or or shoot it over mm -hmm. uh, message it to us or our instagram we'll try to get all of them in mm -hmm. um but uh yeah we're going to hit that up it, um uh, mikey will be on when we have right. that on so it could be for mike waynes right and uh, another thing guys um i don't know if you guys know this or not but we're going to touch this touch on this probably when mikey comes on the show mm -hmm. um breaking news if you haven't heard ben kelly and Stu baylor both getting hurt over the weekend yes. um so we're going to get into that more here in a little bit, um, just to give you a little cliffhanger. Yeah, Matt, that might be the big news that you're uh, asking about. But, yeah, that's the big news. We're going to be talking about that kind of really going in depth with that with Mikey Waynes when he comes on. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, that's – such a bummer it is it really is a bummer for the whole season it seems like it seems like more than half the top 10 guys have yeah, have, have been out this year so yeah um i know who's licking their lips jordan ashburn and trevor bollinger right yeah now. we're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later in the show for sure because yeah. um i've been doing a little bit of math and and craig delong's going my my rookie year could be the championship year. <laughs> That's insane to think about. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, it, it really it really is. It really yeah. is. So, uh, you guys go ahead and talk a little yeah. bit so we don't have dead air time while yeah, I'm man. dialing. Hey, uh, <laughs> see, this is what, this is where we need to put the time in commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, we'll figure something to talk about. So, you're doing bikes and quads. I do it. Yeah. So when you're at a GNCC, what's oh, he's uh, never raced a GNCC I've never yet. Raced yet. What? Yeah. He, I didn't realize I, I haven't had time. Right. I hear you. No, but no, listen, we're, we're going to John Pitton. I was going to race to John Pitton uh, this, this coming weekend, but um, my wife works on Sunday. But I am going to race the um, high, point? high point race. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. What are you, you going to race? The dirt bike. The dirt, the dirt bike. bike, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's wild. I might be racing the high point race as well this year. All right. All right. <laughs> might be, uh, uh, might be. <laughs> EMT. EMT oh, yeah. Bike yeah. We're, no. Bit. Yeah. We're going to set that up. We're going to have yeah. a guest rider. Do, do you have like one of those like um, training wheels? No, like one of those like really tight suits. Ooh, suits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got something for him? I'll yeah. We'll really, get him taken really care of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I, if we lock that in, I'll, I'll get it. We'll get a custom one ordered in time oh, for it to show up. That, they, now they come from China, so it takes a little bit of time to get here. Uh, he's, it's going to have the vid with it, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just that? Yeah, just that. Just that. Just okay, that. just the onesie. And you need like some uh some of like boots. You don't get like shoes. You get like boots with that. <laughs> no, you know? well, I, at least got to be able to be competitive, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, Walker. Yes, uh, we intend on bringing you and uh, our buddy Vincent on uh, mm -hmm. uh, before the High Point show. Yeah. So uh, uh, be ready for that. I, I don't remember what week that is. Father's Day weekend, June seventeenth. Mm -hmm. So are you gonna be, be in town? You might be out of town, right? 
I am leaving that Friday. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Gas also, you'll be here Wednesday, though. Yes, I will be oh, here okay. Wednesday. Okay. Yep. So we're good. All right. All yeah. right. So uh, let's go He's ahead and get. to kick me out. I, I see. I understand. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be going on vacation at some point in time, so Brandon's going to be in this seat. Oh, okay. Might have cool. to have Luke come down and, 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 and guest host. <laughs> I, I, can, I can sit in. Rating, I sub. They kick me off my show, too, but I'm the only guy that hosted. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing we haven't mentioned yet. Moto Marketing. Luke hosts a, hosts a show. We've talked about it before. Um, uh, dude, you've had the sickest guest lineups on that show before. Yeah. Um, uh, I get kind of jealous when I see <laughs> see like like Troy Lee. Um, yeah, yeah, Jerry McGrath right. on the show. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Mikey Wayne has been on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's easy to get those people when, when my opening line is, Hey, I have a show on racer X's network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that always gets them to read it. Uh, or I just have Davey Coombs text them and say, Hey, or Jason, why can't, <laughs> Hey, can you come on the show? So yeah, cheat code. I, it's a cheat code. It's, yeah. cheat it's not, code. it's not, it's not, it's not because of me, <laughs> oh, well, but you've built the show up so much that now yeah. you do have all of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and you are a noticeable name right. on that. Like I, I know every time that show pops up on my, I, um, feed on the uh, the Spotify. I'm clicking on. There's it. a lot of interesting it. stories on there. It really is just how some things get started. And there's you know? there's really only one show like it, right? In the moto industry. So I really enjoy. Yeah, I really appreciate enjoy it. Listening it's to been it. a fun uh, fun project and for your, sure. Your your studio looks sweet. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it looks super legit. Yeah. It doesn't have like plywood and and, and a bear. Yeah. In it. <laughs> hey man, it fits the brand though. I mean, it's we're talking off road. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it. Yeah, I like the studio. We thought about getting some trees in here. Yeah, just just to make it look. We need, yeah, to, yeah. we need to get, we need to, I don't want to say steal arrows from the race, but like one of the arrows from the trees, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, where's mm-hmm. the X's? And I'm sure they gladly give this to you. They print them off at Racer X. <laughs> there we go. Just, just post just some post on, the them on the wall. Yeah. 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 We know a guy. Yeah. No, a couple guys. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get Ashley on. I thought you were doing that while we were talking. I, I, what, t- you, I what are you doing? I dialed, I dialed the number. No. All right. Jeez. <laughs> guys, listen to what I have to deal with. Hello. Ashley? Hey. Hey, hey it's uh, it's Rodney Cooper and Brandon White here from the uh, Split Line Show. And a guy named Luke Nesser, you might yeah, know. Yeah, I think you might know him. What's up, girl? How are you? Uh, hey, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ashley, uh, XC, or well, you're the WXC leader, points leader um, in the uh, EMTB uh, GNCC Racing Series right now. I've uh, been having a stellar year so far. Uh, congratulations on your year so far. Your last win, um, uh, your most recent win is uh, um, at the Hoosiers. So uh, congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm pumped. Hopefully uh, we can keep this momentum going. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how long have you been into the uh, EMTB series world? Uh, I've done the series all four years. Okay. So the only race I've missed is the very first one. Uh, in that first one in Georgia they did, uh, I watched that one. My husband just got back from uh, his deployment, and they kept announcing this e-mountain bike thing. And I was like, hey, I ride mountain bikes. I want to see what this <laughs> is. So I went over and watched him start. And uh, We were heading back from Georgia, and I looked at my husband, and I was like, hey, can I try e-mountain bike racing? <laughs> <laughs> And it just—it has just spiraled out of control from there. Uh, <laughs> he probably would have said no if he knew how much these things cost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. probably would have. Although it is still cheaper than 
his race quads. Oh yeah. So amen, just... amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always, uh, me and my wife always joke around. She's like, oh, we should get some e-bikes. I'm like, do you know how much of those things cost? And she's like, huh? I'm like, I tell her, she's like, oh no, we're good, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you were into mountain biking uh, prior to the EMTB series that you started four years ago. Were you were you competitive in it, or was it just a hobby? No, it was just something that my husband did, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, I can try this out. So he, um, he's in the military, so he deploys a lot. So another time he was deployed, I was um, just got with my brother-in-law and said, hey, you know, I want to get a bike. I want to learn, you know, I want to learn about this mountain bike thing he does so that when he gets back, you know, I can surprise him. And found me a bike. It was a specialized pitch, which is a hardtail, so no suspension or anything. Um, hindsight 2020, it was a little rough. <laughs> and uh, and I just took off from there. I would just ride with him. He'd go on rides. Well, I shouldn't say we rode together. He would take off, and I would just kind of, you know, mosey around the trail. <laughs> and then... I think before I started GNCC, I maybe did one race, um, and then it was just once I started GNCCs, I mean, I just got hooked. It was just so much fun, and uh, since then, I started racing XC as well, so I'll do e-mountain bikes one weekend, and then some off weekends, I'll go race um, my XC bike as well, so yeah, I kind of just took off with it. Oh, cool. Ashley's been a, a big um, a big part of what's grown the the female participation in the sport. Um, the first race, first year she raced, I did a couple races that year. Um, Colin, who's on our team, uh, got me into it, and that's where I met her. And there was, I mean, some of the races there was two girls, Ashley and another one. And Ashley has always been really good about girls will come up young, her age, older, and they'll, they'll just ask her questions. And, but they're maybe intimidated to get started. And Ashley always um, just encourages them and motivates them. And then the next year, I noticed more people were, more girls were getting involved. And Ashley, before the race, would always like huddle them all up and like get them excited. And then the next year is even more and even more. And now it's its its, its own thing. And, and Ashley really did play a big role in just people take a notice to her. She won a title. People are like, Oh, that's interesting. I can do something cool for myself. Yeah. And she just, she's, you know, she doesn't look at her competitors, um, in a competitive manner. She probably wants to, to kill them while they're out there, but she makes <laughs> them feel welcome. And it's, it's been a really big part of making the, the ladies feel comfortable well, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's, kudos, that's awesome. Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think that's important. Cause I mean, I mean, just if you look at biking in general, you look across races, obviously, I mean, women participation is always, is always low. And I think just a lot of women get intimidated. But, uh, if you look at like the women's only events, I mean, they sell out like crazy and it's like, Oh, how do we, how do we transfer that over to racing? And I think a lot of it just goes into, you know, getting them excited and just the encouragement so that they don't feel so afraid. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mountain biking is a good, um, 
it's not as intimidating as like like uh, strap your strap your leg or throw your leg over a 250 dirt bike or right. or 450 uh, ATV. Um, it, it's a nice middle ground to where you can feel safer and and still be able to get the thrill of racing. So um, I think it's awesome what you know you guys have been able to do and and, and you the cool thing is is you've been there minus the very first race <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. 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 It's. It's definitely been awesome to see it grow. I mean, I've I've fought for this WXC class every year, but <laughs> yes, she has. I was like, finally, I was so excited this year, and you know, we got three, which is you know, it's a great starting point. Better from where we started, you know, four years ago with just one. But you know, outside of the WXC line, if you look back at that women's line, I mean, they have a full line every race. So yeah. I mean, that that's growth for the women's class. Uh, women participation right there right i think it's the timing of it's perfect too because she's right there's a, there's a ton of women and it hasn't been like that before last year it, it got bigger but this mm -hmm. year it's it's one of the biggest classes and i think whoever wins that championship this year is going to look to that front row the of women's cl uh, pro class and and have something to you know look forward to maybe jumping up to in 2023 it's mm -hmm. it's cool so ashley's doing um, the GNCC series, but last year she did the world championship and then she's striving to get back to that this year. Um, actually talk, talk a little bit about what that is. Cause, um, obviously being an off-road show, they might not be familiar with what worlds is. And, and I mean, it's, it's the world stage. It's like the Olympics that happens every year for mountain really? biking. And now they have an e-bike class and she competed in it last year. And you're trying to get back this year too, right? Yes. Yes. I'm hoping in August they'll be in France competing. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean, last year was definitely like a complete whirlwind. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I tried to have no expectations for myself just because like, I didn't know what the heck I was getting into. And, uh, Charlie Mullins, I mean, obviously he's been there, um, every year. So he was a great mentor for that just to kind of help me with, you know, where my training needs to be, you know, kind of what terrain's going to look like. And, you know, even just working with him and then just training my butt off, like it was nowhere near what I expected, which I mean, it, it was an amazing experience. And for the first time, like you can't replace that experience. Um, but it was, I mean, it was crazy. Um, there was, 20 women that showed up. So that was exciting because there was growth on the world stage as well. So that's super exciting. Um, and I don't even know. My race did not go very well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I made it to the start line. I ran what I could do. I did what I could do. It sucks. I had a mechanical, but it's all right. <laughs> You've gotten a but, lot faster um, this year. She's been training like with one of the top trainers in the sport that's worked with all the notable people. And Ashley, I feel like you learned a lot from that. The course was completely different than anything she's ever ridden. Really? And Ashley hasn't ridden yeah. bikes for that long. And she's already competing in the pro class and on the world stage. And I've seen him like <laughs> the improvement with Ashley this year to last year is insane. Like she's beaten people on our team that she had never caught before in a race. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a different level of rider this year than yeah. last year. And I feel like a lot of it was the, the, you going to the world championship and kind of learning from that. Would you agree with that, Ashley? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely showed me what I needed to do to be the rider that I'm striving to be. And, I mean, definitely just um, I'm working with Charlie Mullins, coach, and that's been, like, a huge, huge change for me. Um, I think that has really just helped me step it up to where I need to be so that I'm more successful on that world stage in August. So, so what, what would you, what advice would you give, um, let's say if a, a wife or a sister or daughter that's, uh, you know, curious about getting into mountain biking, but kind of like, ah, I just don't know if that's for me, like, or, you know, or giving it a try and struggling with it, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give uh, to somebody like that? You know, I would, I would tell them to reach out. Um, I mean, I always even say, just reach out to me, you know, let's, let's go for a ride. Let me, let me talk you through what we're doing or just find somebody that would be willing to do that. Just that you're comfortable with and, you know, just use that as a starting point because I mean, that makes a huge difference. I know when I started, I think I would have given up had I not reached out to a friend for some help and they just, you know, guided me on that and showed me what to do and laughed with me. And, you know, when I fell over, you know, brush it off and get Mm -hmm. back on the bike. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, and I think that's a big part of it, especially with women, just finding that comfort zone Mm -hmm. and just trying it, especially e-bikes, you know, just give it a try before you, you know, just say, nah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I, reason I was asked cause my, my wife, we go, we go regular mountain biking and acoustic as you call it, I guess. Um, we, we go, uh, we ride all the time about Watersmith out there and she struggles a little bit like with the, like the downhill turns and, and some of that stuff. But, uh, um, I always joke around with her, but she hasn't, she doesn't have that comfort zone yet. You know, like you guys talk about, and sometimes I feel like she, she feels like she's not very good at it, but I know that she's not the only woman out there that, that does it or tries it or wants yeah. to, wants to do it, wants to try it. You know what I mean? The, the GNCC courses are, are really challenging, mm-hmm. but not from besides snowshoe snowshoe. There's some, there's some sections at snowshoes race that are, if, if you're not a skilled rider, you, you could get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, man, they're, they're, the courses are hard, but it's, it's from an endurance perspective or, or maybe the, the, like last week it was muddy and soft. Right. It, it wasn't dangerous. So there, there are people out there that really couldn't ride a, a like a, a legitimate mountain bike trail safely, but could ride those courses, okay. uh, and, and be fine and, and not really be intimidated. Snowshoe again is a different picture, but every course we've been on, I, f- I feel like is, is safe. If you want to go really fast, you can go fast. If you're going to be really slow, you can do it safely and, and not have to worry about having an issue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's definitely okay to walk a bike. Like I think right. a lot of people get caught up in, Oh, I have to ride the bike the whole time. No, if something makes you nervous and you're learning, just walk the bike until you're there. Like everyone has a starting point. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, a lot of these, uh, like Luke said, a lot of these courses are um, not like what you typically experience when you're on a mountain bike trail, I'm assuming, correct? Right. Uh, Because on a mountain bike trail, kind of what you want and what you look for is a lot of hard pack stuff. Uh-huh. And when you're talking about the soft stuff in, in, in the, um, the GNCC course, um, you know, I guess what I'm asking is 
what do you train on when it comes to trying to train yourself to prep for a GNCC race? Is it a normal mountain bike tra trail or, or are you trying to put yourself in situations like you're going to experience at a GNCC? Go ahead. Yeah. Ashley. So, um, so I, I'm trying to think what I'm mainly on my regular mountain bike. Um, but like the week of a race, I always make sure that week I'm on my e-bike. If I have a, you know, a mountain biking training block in there, then I always take my e-bike out. And that's just something that I do because it just helps with my confidence on that e-bike if I'm on it before I race. Um, I also train, like I live in Ohio, so it rains all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've learned to not be afraid to go out in the rain and the mud because I mean I'm gonna see it at yeah. a GNCC. So yeah. I try I try to just not be afraid of the weather and go out in the rain, the mud, whatever and just you know, power through it. So yeah. Ashley like just to put it in perspective, Ashley has gone all in on this sport. Mm -hmm. Um she was a teacher, she left that career to go all in training oh. and, and what, and she works at a bike shop. So she still has a day job, but like she, she trains differently than I think, uh, most of the other women, not in the WXC class. Right. So she's, she's doing the trainer, which is literally like you're on a stationary bike, just suffering for an hour, <laughs> hour and a half. So she trains like a professional athlete. You can, you don't have to do that to come out and have fun. Like, like I said, I'm in, I'm in the big bore class, right? So like, I, I don't ever touch a regular bike without an engine unless without a motor, unless it's my BMX bike. So the type of stuff that, you know, me and most of the other guys on the team we're you know, we're riding regular mountain bike trails. There's nothing that really can replicate a GNCC course. Right. Um, last race was not the norm. It was probably one of the worst courses we've had, but they were trying to salvage it. It rained like crazy the whole right, week. Right. It was a terrible course condition wise. It was, you don't want it to be soft. Right. Like everybody's battery died. Um, <laughs> like literally everybody's battery, except, you know, there's a kid on our team that's like 75 pounds. His battery didn't die. So you don't want it to be soft. Um, so, you know, every once in a while you're racing in the quad ruts so you can't really train for anything like that but any type of mountain bike you guys said you guys go to watersmith yeah. there are people that race in the series that that's that's where they ride um ashley you know she's in ohio like she said it rains a lot so she still gets her training in on on the trainer inside and just suffers in indoors when she has to <laughs> uh, suffer yeah. that's oh, that's the name man. of the game right <laughs> yeah yeah so um walk us through just a typical GNCC day for you. Um, you know, you, I'm sure you wake up and eat berries or whatever, you know, whatever, but, uh, you know, you just walk, walk us through your day. Um, how, how's that go? Uh, well, my day is usually pretty hectic because like Luke said earlier, my, my husband races quads. Um, thankfully this year he has switched to the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. That, used, it'd be really hectic used, then. <laughs> Yeah, um, last year he raced the afternoon, so it was super hectic because I'm his pit crew. So that was like pit him and then hurry up and get ready for my race. <laughs> um, but this year it's a little bit easier. So typically in the mornings I'm up getting him ready, making sure like we have breakfast and everything, his quad's ready to go. Uh, we get him ready, get him to the start line. Uh, he takes. Then I got to pit him during his race. Uh, I'm just... I'm the nervous wife, so I always have to see him cross the finish line, and then yeah. I'm okay. 
(laughs) (laughs) So once he's good, then I feel like I can relax a little bit and uh, start concentrating on my race. So kind of after he's done, I'll go hang out with the team for a little while, check in with them. And then uh, I usually try to go back and hide in my camper for a little while just so I can, you know, get focused and ready to go uh, for our race. So my days are a little bit hectic, but it's, it's working. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I have a question, Luke, uh, you kind of brought it up. Um, I've always wondered, cause I know you guys race, um, in the highest power mode, uh, which is boost. Is that turbo? Uh, turbo yeah. Boost? Depending on the brand. Yeah. Depending boost, on the brand. Turbo. Okay. So you talked about the battery running out. Is there ever situations where you guys take it off of that turbo or boost to try to salvage your battery to do we have strategies like that going on it depends on the the brand um i mean obviously we're heavily supported by specialized but even if we weren't like that's what we would run yeah their equipment's the best but a big part of it is their their battery is a a 700 watt battery which uh, compared to i think some of the others are 500 watt that makes a big difference um so I think uh, some of the other brands struggle with that. Like I know last year Talon Hawk was on a different uh, make uh, than he is this year, and he, him and his dad did pit stops, and they had like a battery swap down to really? like seven seconds. It, it was it was, but they had to do that. Okay, it wasn't going to make it. We talked about Steve Mathis, and he, he's on an intense taser. That bike would not last a full race. Yeah. So normally we don't have to. This last race, um, I don't actually, I don't know if you had to or not, but I know several people on the team were having to, once they realized that some of the, some of the times it was too late, but they were like, I'm not going to finish. So they had to drop it down into like eco. Oh, that's not normal. The course was just so soft. So it, lo- it like bogged everything down and it sucked the power out of the motor way quicker. Normally, like Ashley's, I'm, I'm running turbo the full way through. Right. I'm 200 plus pounds. So Ashley's usually running it all the way through. Right. Did you have to modulate yep. that at all last week, Ashley? No. So I don't, I've, in four years, I've never had my, like, low battery, you know, uh, flash. And yeah. last, I was, luckily, I was only a quarter mile from the finish. And it popped up low battery. Um, so I finished with like 6% battery, so I saw a little bit. <laughs> I died on mid-second lap. So oh, <laughs> yeah. I made Man. it all the way through the third, and then I just pulled off and rode it back into the pit. Isn't it crazy? And I'm sure, like you guys know more than more than most, how, how much just a little bit of soft ground. It's insane. It, yeah, I remember, like, because I did a lot of mountain biking this winter, um, um, and I noticed like, you know, when I would start out a ride before it would thaw and when it was cold and and frozen, it was nice. But then as soon as it would thaw, man, I mean, (laughs) it's crazy. Just the littlest bit of of softness just, and that's on an acoustic bike. So you really can tell um, it it slows you down big time. Yeah, it does make a big difference. And um, I think everybody, literally not just my team, but everybody in the series learned last week like okay if we pre-ride the course and it's soft part of my strategy going into this race is how do i make sure my bike gets there because um or have a spare battery or have a spare battery (laughs) which depending on again a specialized i think they're spare but like the buy replacement battery is a thousand plus dollars yeah so (laughs) it's not when you got a 
That's worth more than my mountain bike. <laughs> seven to fifteen thousand dollar bike. He, it, dropping another grand on a battery is hard to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no kidding, but. no kidding. So Ashley, uh, before we let you go, a um, uh, couple questions. Uh, have we already went to our favorite favorite track, or is there a mm. track that you have circled uh, that you're really excited for this season? Um. I love our last race at Beckley. That's a good one. I don't know why that track, I always perform well, and I just, I love that track. It's a great mix of, I guess, more mountain bike type trails where you got all the rocks, the roots, and everything. And I, I always feel super fast on that track. I love it. That's awesome. I can't wait for the last one. <laughs> you know, I've never heard one negative word about that facility when it comes to ATVs, dirt bikes, uh, EMTBs, um, just the facility itself. Um, um, it, it's, it's a really cool place to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to get back down there too. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, we're looking forward to seeing how you do the rest of the year. Uh, looks like you're, you're starting to hit your strides. So, uh, we'll be paying attention and, uh, we really appreciate you coming on this show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been absolutely. fun. Absolutely. We we do have one more question. Luke's already had to go through this question before, and every time somebody's <laughs> new on the show, they have to uh, answer uh -oh. this question. Yeah, it's uh, if you've ever, or I'm sorry, um, if you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy for the rest of your life, life, and that's the only thing you could have, what would it be? She's I, I can guess her fast food restaurant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said her thing is like, if she's really on a strict tra training regimen, she's probably like, oh man. Every, right, everybody yeah. also everybody also always binges after races. It seems like that's that's what we oh, yeah. tend to find out. All right, my favorite fast food would have to be Zaxby's. Okay, I love Zaxby's. <laughs> Every time we go south, I have Zaxby's like five times within the weekend. Wow. Like our whole, half our team does that. That's why I was like, I know she's gonna say Zaxby's because they all get it. One of the families on our team got it like four times wow. at Georgia. I was like, man, you guys done with that yet? And then Ashley went and got it. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, love that place. Uh, and then what was it? Your favorite candy? Yes. Oh man. Oh, that's tough. Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch oh, kids, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, that that's uh, my daughter's favorite candy, so I get to snack on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, my son doesn't like to share, so I have right. to sneak them. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> awesome. Well, Ashley, again, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate your time tonight, and uh, again, we're going to be watching to see how you do the rest of the season, and uh, 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 good luck at the Penton this weekend. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, be there cheering you on probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. So uh, maybe we'll we'll stop by and say hey. And uh, like I said, good yeah, luck. Absolutely. Yeah, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. See you, Ash. All right. Well, bye. All right. See, see you guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that was Ashley Hendershot. Um, uh, Get your EMTBs and let's go racing. Yeah, no. Hey, speaking of that, we got a couple of uh, questions already. Uh, actually, Jeff Harvey, thanks for uh, watching, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate your time last week. Uh, if you guys uh, missed his show, make sure you go back and check it out. Uh, he Spotify. had a show. On, on Facebook Live. Well, Facebook. Oh, oh, oh you're his, about show. his. His show he had yeah. last night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched it this morning. I thought you were talking about our show with him. Yeah, our show. If you missed our show <laughs> with him, go back and listen to it or right. watch it. You can get it on Facebook. You can get it on YouTube. You can get it off Spotify. Yeah, we're really bad about that since we went live. And please hit the share button. 
if you're watching this right now. Yeah, we don't do that at No, much, we don't. Really. We don't at all. I just feel like it, we always. I feel like because so if sometimes when people say share, like it makes me like I don't want to share. <laughs> so if you want to share, share. Just don't share it. Maybe <laughs> maybe if we tell them not to share it, they will. <laughs> but Luke, uh, Devin Masters has a question, and uh, um, I think this is a really good question, being that we're on the EMTB uh, train right now. He wants to know: Can he race one of the rented bikes? And what class would he? Uh, what class would you recommend him and myself, um, him and myself, uh, uh, racing? So I, I'm 99% sure. So not a hundred. So check this weekend. I don't believe you can race the rented bikes and that would be through gear, uh, bicycles. Um, I, I know that used to, you could not race those because it's very hard on those bikes. Like there's a good chance if you've never raced, you're going to, you're going to rip a derailleur off or something until you get used to like win the shift and stuff like that. And they know that. And those things, yeah. especially right now, it's hard to get parts. So generally I don't think they'll let you race them, but you can always check. Um, if you guys did, uh, you know, find a bike or you could rent one and you showed up, um, it just depends on your age. I mean, there's a 40 plus amateur, that's a good one. There's a master's 55 plus. Um, that's another amateur class. Um, if you're really fast, there's the XC two, which is mm -hmm. anybody 16 and over. That's not at the pro level, but you're really freaking fast and you shouldn't be in the amateurs. <laughs> um, and then if you're heavier again, there's the, the big bore class. So it's over 200 pounds. So you kind of can take your pick through any of those. I yeah. would just stay away from XC one unless you're a, mo a complete monster. Gotcha. So yeah. I got two weeks to gain 10 pounds. Yeah. I give, if I could give you some of mine, man, I'd give it to you. Right? Yeah. Right? I'm right there with you, Mike. Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, uh, it'll be the first time I ever rode an e-bike. Like I said, I've been on acoustic. So um, uh, it's going to be a treat. So I'm, yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. And we'll I, appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, for man, sure, for, for sure. sure. Uh, so we're going to get our next... We're going to get our next uh, guest on the show here in just a minute, Mikey Waynes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we got a lot to talk to a him lot to about, talk about. Yeah. for sure, for sure. But before we do that, uh, Jeff Harvey, uh, thanks for mentioning that. The Kenda Nine Hour of Havoc, yeah. uh, that's going to be July 9th. Um, so it's going to be a nine-hour ATV race um, up in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'm... Remind me again where the location is. Um, it's going to be a nine-hour ATV race. Yeah, they have they have um, uh, they have their pro classes, they have their normal classes, and then they have an Ironman class for yeah. somebody. That I think there's wanna, a four by four class, an Ironman. Yes, and they have crazy purses too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just listened to Jeff's show last night. Mm -hmm. They had uh, uh, Berlin, PA. Yep. Berlin, PA is where is where the uh, where the track is. I think they have a six thousand dollar pro purse. Uh, they have a thousand dollar four by four purse and a thousand dollar women's uh, pro purse. And uh, Split Line might be throwing a purse in there for yeah. the uh, for the overall um, amateur a, uh, for the overall amateur winner. Yeah, we'll so have to get with Jeff. We, yeah, we're gonna get with Jeff, and we're gonna we're we're gonna put our money where our mouth is, and we're gonna support that race for That's sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we're excited about that. Um, it's teams of three. Yep. Um, so is that, it's actually at Tanner Walker's house, XC2 rider. Okay. So, uh, Devin, thank you for mentioning that for sure. So, uh, yeah, let's get our next guest on the line. We're going to talk some, uh, we, we got, we got a lot to catch up with yeah. Mikey on because we had him on, um, we, uh, we had him on whenever we had, uh, 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 preview shows this mm -hmm. year, and uh, now we're six rounds deep. So we got a we got a lot to talk to Mikey about, about for sure. Yeah, and while you're doing that, 
We're going to send Luke home with some Soul Savers oh, for his man. EMT B bike. That's right awesome. There. I've been wanting to get a set of these yeah, guys. So uh, thank you very much. Soul Savers, hook them up, guys. It's a great yeah, sponsor. Absolutely, that's awesome. How are you now? Hey, sir. How are you? I'm so good. Good to hear from you guys. Hey, man, it's good to talk to you. Let me ask you: Is there, is there a show, an internet radio show that you're not a part of? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm just I'm trying to spread myself as thin as possible. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I just got done uh, doing a Mav TV voiceover for the Gen CTA <laughs> TVs. Like I'm literally sitting here sending the emails now. Nice. So does Wifey Wayne's ever wake up in the middle of the night and like you're over there half asleep, just like talking, talking, racing oh. in your sleep? Does that ever happen or? It, it, it's, it's not, no, I'm a sound sleeper, but I will say like this <laughs> evening, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm doing the split line show tonight. She's like, oh, okay. I was like, and I got to do a voiceover before that. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'll take a break in my voiceover. We can like do dinner. She's like, you're fine. Do your thing. And we'll hang out after. So she's, she's very understanding. Oh, geez, that's awesome. <laughs> Mikey, we have uh, Luke Nestler on. I know you just done a show with him not too long ago. <laughs> What's so, up, brother? How are you today? Did we lose him? Mikey, you there? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. What is up, man? Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, you too, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Brandon and I were kind of joking off air, uh, a little bit ago last week, we had Jeff Harvey on we have Luke Nessler in studio. You're on now. This is kind of like becoming like the meeting of the minds right now. Like we have a lot of, uh, a lot of guys that like to talk, uh, uh, meeting up and, <laughs> and just BSing about racing. That's, that's what we need. We need more of it. We need more people talking. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So uh, it, it, while we actually while we have both of you on, I want to personally thank both of you, uh, Luke and Mikey, like both of you to have been in the corner of our show yeah. uh, since pretty much day one or since you heard about us. And uh, like we really appreciate it. And we owe a lot of our growth to you guys kind of uh, being in our corner and helping us out. So it's really cool having you guys both on right now and uh, uh, kind of in, in the corner of this show. I appreciate you having me on as many times as you guys have, man. I think it's cool. You guys have grown the show, and um, yeah, man. I think it's just the beginning. So you don't owe me anything. I, I, I Maybe down the road, if you make it big, you can send me a check or something. But no, it's been fun. I appreciate it. I just, I just want a sticker. That's all. That's a all. I want. Oh, want hey, this this Saturday. This Saturday. Have a, this Saturday, sticker. you'll have a sticker and a and a T-shirt, Mike. That's awesome. Oh heck yeah! I will wear it proudly. Yes. All, all right. Yes. I, now it's not as cool. As that uh, as that Hoosier jacket that you had made for you last week, and that's pretty sweet. That thing was ridiculous. I'm so grateful. <laughs> I actually just did. Um, uh, this is not why I did a Tuesday toolbox with him, but I did do a Tuesday toolbox with Kyle, um, and that guy does like some amazing things. Uh, works with a charity uh, that travels the world, uh, like helping rebuild houses. Um, you know, he's he's got a really awesome tribute. Uh, to a uh, friend of his that uh, died uh, while serving our country as a Marine. Like, the the endless amazing things that that guy does, I was blown away. And I'm like, dude, this jacket is like small potatoes compared to the cool things you do. So let's talk. And so I did an interview with him uh, for that Tuesday Toolbox yesterday. So for those listening, watching, if you haven't read that, definitely give it a read. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's always yeah, good for to read. Sure. For always, sure. good read. always good to read the Tuesday Toolbox. Uh, like I said, Mikey, you, you're, you are deep 
in all of the uh, all the media department for sure. <laughs> and uh, this last weekend, man, we had you on the ten seconds call. How was that? That's that's like what your second or third time doing that. Uh, nationally, yeah, that would have been my third time. Um, we had. Uh, I used to do them at locals, you know, way back in the day. But mm-hmm. man, that was like twenty. 12 to like 2015 so it's been years i'm out of practice yeah <laughs> um, and i i always joke like i had to do it uh in 2020 we were up i think it was the mason dixon uh and right before the pro bike race rodney we we like we can say it now we we thought i had rona <laughs> so terry joe was like dude get the hell out of here go home <laughs> So, so it was rough because I didn't have any practice. It was just like, hey, you're doing the starts for the, the pro race on Sunday. And I'm like, okay, great. This should go horribly. And it went all right. I mean, I, you know, I survived. And then uh, in, uh, at Snowshoe, I think it was last year, Rodney was having some, like, throat issues. And I had to fill in for him there, too. So uh, Hoosier felt – I felt more at home. I felt more comfortable. But I did tell – I told everybody there in person – Look, Rodney's 10-second calls like butter, mm-hmm. and nobody is ever going to be quite like butter. So this weekend you get imitation butter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was literally – I can't believe it's not Rodney. So <laughs> we rolled it. Oh, no, it's, hey, uh, hey, we didn't have any false starts. Right. This weekend, yeah. so that that's a plus. I mean, I'm proud. <laughs> it, it, it sounded good. It sounded good. I dig it for sure, man. Uh, so speaking of of Rodney, you kind of maybe dropped a little nugget on on the between the arrows uh, this past uh, this past week. It, it is 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 the legendary Rodney Tomlin thinking about retirement in the in the upcoming years? He he is. Um, you know, this year he has. Uh, well, over the last few years, he kind of rekindled uh, a business relationship he had with a local radio station where he works, a big radio station, really. Um, and I think they offered him a full-time gig. Um, and, you know, he's ready. His kids are getting older. Um, and he's been doing it for, for so long. And, yeah. you know, I could, I could tell. And he's told me from year one, he's like, you're the guy. And I'm like, well, what do you mean I'm the guy? He's like, you're the guy that's going to replace me. He's like, and I'm okay with that. I'm ready for that. He said, I didn't want to leave this until I knew somebody could, you know, take it and run with it, um, which I'm flattered by. But at the same time, I'm like, please, God, don't don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So from Rodney's words, you know, at the end of the year will be it for him. I still kind of have my I'll believe it when I see it. I kind of hope at least he he does gncc next year and if he doesn't do a full season at least some of them um just because i i'll i'll miss him for sure yeah but uh he is he is not doing any more atvmx this year and i don't think he's going to loretta's um so i i'm hoping to do loretta's i think that's a go um and then I did uh, ATVMX this last week in an Ironman for him. Ooh, what a mess. Uh, and that was a blast. <laughs> hey, no, did you know that, Brandon, did you know that Mikey, he doesn't he does only, doesn't only just do ATVMX, he also does jet ski racing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he covers jet ski racing. <laughs> yeah. oh, every, every time he's at an ATVMX Especially race. Especially Ironman. Especially oh. Ironman. I, Iron Man and and uh, and the uh, Daytona, correct? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was I, – I told those guys on the mic when, when Moto2 started – so like it was a light sprinkle when they threw the one the one card, 
And then I'm telling you what, like literally in the in the 20, 30 seconds it took them to turn that card sideways, the sky opened up and it was a downpour. And it was an absolute nightmare to to call. It was a nightmare to race. So it got so bad, like as they come through the finish and they make a little right-hander and they go back into and around the turn two, it became a lake. And it looked like that lake at uh, at Daytona for round one. And I'm on the mic and I'm like, you guys are never going to invite me back. I said, every <laughs> race I call, you guys have to get out, you know, the waders and go go uh, swimming. So uh, it was chaos, dude. I've never seen anything like that. When we saw the highlights or just the little yeah. clips of it, I was like, what are people doing pushing the bikes right. up jumps? Did, like, did you ever, I didn't, I, I mean, I've never really pushed my bike a lot on the track, but like they were holding the e-start up the hill, like help. To help pull the bike. Did they do Godzilla for the ATV MX? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, so yeah. How, how did that work yeah. out with all that? First, first Moto, I bet it was pretty awesome, wasn't it, Mikey? <laughs> yeah, First Moto is sick. It's, it's insane. And they get, like, man, it's one thing to watch bikes go up off the, the big um, skyscraper. Um, but ATVs, man, like, TV doesn't even do it justice. No. Like, to see it in person like... You guys have to haul your balls around in a wheelbarrow. Like it's insane. <laughs> Just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things when you see, like, you know, through practice, you'll see some A riders and some B riders hit it, and then they get out there for that first time qualifying practice, the pros, and you're just like, man, these guys. It's kind of like I heard Luke talking about, like, XC1 EMTB. Like, unless you're just an absolute animal, forget it. It's the same way with, uh, like, those ATV MX pros, like, Unless you're an animal, forget it. Like, yeah. you're just not going to be able to compete with those guys. It's nuts. No, it's crazy. Like, I, th I, this might be completely wrong, but I want to say it's been years since we've had anybody win a moto or definitely an overall outside of Chad Wienan and Joel Hetrick. Yeah. Those two have just been on an absolute nether level. And then, Luke, it got so bad <laughs> in this second moto that a guy named Nick DeNoble, which was a pro <laughs> racer back in 2012, <laughs> I believe, when he right. re retired. He, yeah. cor correct me if I'm wrong, Mikey. It's been since 2012 wow. since he raced. He came out of retirement just for this one race and won that mud moto. <laughs> that is that is wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 dude, it was insane. It was, it was so nuts. And my one... You know, I was kind of the new guy in the block. I know of these guys, but I don't really know them personally. You know, like I know the GNCC guys. And I talked to, to Big John uh, from GNCC on uh, on Sunday when we were wrapping up with amateurs. And I'm like, man, the one interview I wish I'd have gotten was the Noble. Yeah. Uh, with that second moto win. Just like, I don't know. I didn't see him. I didn't know where he went. And I'm, you know, so, it, it, yeah, I owed the Noble an interview for sure because that was – that was badass. We all, I mean, I don't care if it's four wheel, two wheel, GNCC, you know, ATVMX, Promoto, whatever. When a dude like that comes back and like gets one, I mean, everyone should go nuts for him oh, because right. it absolutely rules against. Yeah, he, right. he went fourteen one, fourteen one. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome, and uh, you know, exciting for him for sure. Uh, hey, Jeff Harvey's in in the uh, in the chat. He said Mikey Wines is top notch in the booth. One booth guy to another, <laughs> top notch in the booth, Mikey. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Harvey, hardcore Harvey was uh he was a godsend this last week, this last race. We had some, you know, and I god, it always happens on Saturday and I hate it. Uh, but you know, we had some technical issues with the internet and it was affecting camera shots and 
Uh, Jeff got kind of a behind the scenes of how it can be a little chaotic sometimes uh, when the weather doesn't want to cooperate with us. But uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff to me is the voice we've been kind of missing on Saturday. Yeah. Um, you know, Sunday we got Johnny Gallagher in there to get rider perspective, but you know, Saturday it's just me and Rodney and like me personally, Hey, I'll carry the show. I'll take us in and out of breaks. You know, I'm, I'm kind of the stat guy. I can give you who won what, but you know, to me, if I start talking about track conditions and bike setup, everybody's going to be like, oh, Mikey's full of BS. And they're right. So I want a guy like Jeff Harvey in there who can say, hey, man, I raced this this morning. Here's what to expect out of the track. You know, here's what, you know, worked as far as tire setup, bike setup. So it's awesome to have his contributions from that aspect. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. And uh, hey, just to let you know. We're going to be at the next five rounds. We may not be able to give you the rider perspective, but we'll be able to, we, we could give you the professional watcher perspective. If you ever need it, Mikey, just hit us up. I, hey, I, I'll, I'll talk with Rodney, and I don't see a reason why not, why oh, we couldn't geez. bring you guys in to, to at least, you know, give a five minutes of, yeah. you know, we've always got some downtime. We've always got a spot on the track where we couldn't really get cameras or the drone doesn't reach. And we're always looking for a little bit of filler. So yeah. I'm sure the folks at home won't mind us, you know, not going. We, I mean, we got to pay, got to pay the bills. We got to do commercials. <laughs> but if we have a few less commercial breaks, I don't think anybody'd be mad. Yeah, we're slowly becoming yeah. professional BSers, so we can help you in that department if you ever need it. That's right. So we just want to know: you're not drinking the water on Sunday, right? Because whatever those guys are drinking on Sunday is not working out for them. Dude, oh my God, I, I feel so bad for just everybody mm-hmm. um you know now Stu's out and uh i i worry about how serious that is for Stu baylor as yeah. far as you know he, he, Stu's not the kind of guy that's like gonna really tell people how much it hurts or how severe it is but i think we all know you just can't mess around with a broken face you right. know i mean that's really what it is it's scary and those are really tiny little bones um, my wife works, she runs a, uh, a LASIK surgeon's office out of Indianapolis. And so I'm literally like sending her Stu's story of the breakdown. And I'm like, Hey, explain this to me. And she's like, Oh, this is, this is not like the end all be all, but this is very bad. Like these could have like lasting effects. Right. So, but we also know Stu is, I think Stu could go out there, throw an eye patch on and still go out there and get a top three, if not a win. So <laughs> Will it affect him long term? I doubt it. <laughs> I think it'll be back before we know it. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. It, it's a scary injury for sure. Um, and, and like you said, Mark Mee has not surprised when he went out and won the first test of the U.S. Sprint Enduro this past weekend by 30 seconds. The national do- in- yeah. exactly. Yes, national. the National Enduro. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, yeah. Mark, I, I, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. So, you know, knowing him, he'll be back before, uh, before you know it. But, Man, it's just been so gnarly lately. Luke, we were talking about it before the show. Um, uh, you know, Ben Kelly now having a uh, pretty serious injury. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dislocated shoulder, broke a tib-fib. Um, yeah. The shoulder is the time-crucial yeah. thing yeah, that it seems like surgery. he's worried about. He's already had surgery on the leg. Already had surgery on the leg. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, uh, what are you hearing in that, in that uh, aspect? Um, I, shot, I shot Ben a text like pretty much as soon as I found out we got, um, you know, racer productions ran ATVMX, So we got informed, not me personally, but Jared Bolton and a few others got informed of what happened pretty much when it happened. And, um, 
they told me about it. And that was when I made the bottle, like shortly, probably an hour before I made the bottleneck post on the story, I was like, Hey, can I share this yet? And they're like, man, don't, don't put anything out there yet. We want to give it a little time. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I can't just be quiet about this. I got to <laughs> say, something. um, but it, it, uh, you know, shot him a text and just said, Hey, I don't expect you to see this. I don't expect you to even reply to it. Just thinking about you. I hope you heal up quick. And he texted me at, I think it was 1245 that night and, you know, expressed his appreciation for me reaching out and said, I've already had the surgery. So it's just a matter of me healing up and getting back. Um, but he didn't really talk much about the, the shoulder, like you were talking about and dude, hearing his video that next day, that yeah. was, yeah. Insane. That was you could tell you could tell he was kind of it was tough for him to make that video because uh, you know with the, the success that he's been having this year, um, winning every GNCC race uh, this year, and knowing it was his, um, yeah, just kind of probably going away. So how does that play out moving forward to where I mean he's he's won every race. Yes, right. I mean that. It's all, I mean, it's a season ender, right? Like the, he he doesn't come back for well, the last couple, does he? Well, with the big break, with the summer break, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. With the shoulder, I'm the shoulders. How. The shoulder seems to be the big thing, yeah. wouldn't you say, Mikey? Yeah, I think the shoulder will be the the question. But you also got to look back or, or look ahead. Let's take the guy in second place. You got Jordan Ashburn second in points. Ashburn's not really had the season I think we expected to see out of him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this is going to light a fire under him, and, right. and we're yeah. going to see big out of them so let's say jordan ashburn goes out wins the next three makes up 90 points i think that only gives him like i am not looking at the math right now but maybe a 25 point lead Mm -hmm. so realistically if somehow ben kelly comes back after summer break and wins there's 30 points for him right there and depending on where Ashburn ends up that race, he could very well be right back in the lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A- Ashburn or Bollinger. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I think it's uh, 115 for Ashburn and 114 for Bollinger, and then DeLong's yeah. at 104. So if if Ben doesn't come back, does I mean, do, th- do those three guys, Bollinger, DeLong, and Ashburn, do they look at it as like it's it's a fight between the three of them now? Yeah. Or, I mean, is that for the championship? Right. For the championship. Now, you got like guys like Josh String that can step up there and, and, and take some victories away from these guys, which would be if Kelly could make it back. Somebody like Lane Michael also. And Lane just came Michael, back too. Yeah. Um, is, they're not going to be in the championship hunt, but they can also hurt these guys if Ben can make it back after. Yeah. Ricky Russell. There's a lot of guys, you know, if you take Ben Kelly out, there's a lot of guys in this class that could potentially win right now. And what's crazy about it is, is, is if you start dividing those wins up amongst all those guys, how long can Ben hold on to the points championship lead before he loses it right yeah it's 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 a little scary <laughs> because if those guys start trading off wins that's the other thing right. i mean if, if ashburn grabs one bollinger grabs one DeLong grabs another i mean yeah they they're still at that point they're still fighting for second yeah <laughs> and still that's crazy they still need to get some wins after summer break to catch up to ben so right yeah, that, and, and that might play a factor for him too. I mean, if if you're Ben and you're thinking, "Man, I'm pretty good to go," but as I look at it, we come back from summer break, I'm still not a hundred percent, and even if I don't race, I still got the points lead. Okay, I'm going to put it off for another two weeks. Right. Yeah, that. that... Or I'm gonna, or, or he goes out there and says, "I'm not going to try and win, but I'm going to try and you know do the point salvage thing." Right. And 
finish as high as I can. Wouldn't it be crazy if he somehow still ends up with this championship after all this? Like, it just it just blows my mind. How, that's how great of a season he was having. And I mean, the, the, oh, it's, he looked untouchable out there, out there just riding around, you know, having fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's another guy to keep an eye on is from XC2, Lyndon Snodgrass. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got 83 points on the year, and that guy. I think he might be a top three as far as the points are concerned, possibly by the end of the season, if he can somehow manage to pull off maybe a win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, winning from the second row right <laughs> now is is honestly, I mean, uh, uh, of all times, it's possible now. Especially at Snowshoe. Yeah. Especially at Snowshoe. Especially at Snowshoe, with, especially with all these guys being out. And if he would, you know, get a get a good start from uh, row two or three, and and with the time adjustment, you know, he could uh, easily uh, pull off of, of overall. So Ben, yeah. so Ben, it kind of breaks out last year. This year, it's just it's insane. Like nobody's even been close to him. I mean, is it, it, it can, if he stays healthy? Mm-hmm. Is this what we're going to see the next like several years? Like we're seeing in the ATV side of things, where nobody's touched Walker for years. Like, do you think Ben's going to be like that, or are there guys coming out of XC two that are you know will step up and 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 push him, or do you think it, it could potentially be like a, a two or three year run here to where nobody even touches this guy? If he stays healthy, um, um, the only one that I've ever seen that could maybe touch him is Stu Baylor, and right. and and. Um, you know, we don't know how healthy he's going to be coming back in the next couple of years with all these injuries he just had, and 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 uh, you know, with his you know age and injuries and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, I don't. Right now, Ben Kelly's looking like the next Caleb Russell for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been going to GNCCs consistently since the e-bike thing took off. So I really started paying attention to it more there, and I don't, I don't think Stu's had a full season since. I mean, I started going in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but then you got Ben, and I know he's hurt right now. But like, you know, if he can finish the season, let alone win as many races as he does, like, I, he can yeah. make it real boring. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ben's typically typically not been a guy that has suffered right. injuries. He's typically been a guy that's been able to 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 outlast everybody and 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 stay healthy. Uh, so, but Mikey, like, what I'm seeing this year particularly is the injury bug has just wiped the class pretty much clean. Um, do you consider is Ben really that much better of every or better than everybody, or is he, um, is he somebody that uh, that is also benefiting from the class being diminished with with the injury plague? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. I mean, he just won uh, the Hoosier by. I have to look at timing, but it was either like three minutes and forty some seconds, or five minutes and forty some, or excuse me, four minutes and forty some seconds. It, it was a- um, pretty big gap because he you guys were doing the interview with him and third place was coming in uh <laughs> coming into the finish line so yeah um but i i also think yeah combination of the fact that you know trevor um excuse me uh Stu's not out there fat isn't out there however i think the one thing missing from ben kelly's resume last year was those race wins yeah and i think bug the hell out of him mm-hmm. uh just the body language alone and when he'd have to come in and see Stu get another win and he's you can tell the wheels in his head he's like man i'm the points leader but i'm doing this the the way that everybody kind of talks shit on right. <laughs> essentially um so i think uh, you know he's been working with caleb russell 
And uh, that's definitely, you just look at him and the guy's so smooth. And I know it's ironic to say he doesn't make mistakes because he clearly just had a big wad up and is, is hurt right now. But you watch him on a, at a three hour GNCC and he's not the necessarily the guy that's like got the blistering speed, but he's just like flawless on the track. He sees the track in ways that I just don't think other guys see it. Uh, Johnny Gallagher was pointing out, you know, his riding style kind of creating his own line from the outside where, you know, he's not taking the line that the, the amateur C and B riders made in the morning race. He's, you know, those, those don't even exist to him. He knows where he's going at all times. Um, so I, I think I give Ben Kelly credit for this season. I think maybe he wouldn't win all six rounds if Fad and Stu were out there, but I bet he'd win probably four of those six at least. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely, he's definitely put himself, uh, you know, he, he's showed himself to be the, the top dog of the class this year. Whereas last year, although like you said, Mikey, he was the, he was the points leader. Stu Bader really presented himself as the guy of the class. And it was almost like, well, if Stu hadn't had missed those first couple of rounds or hadn't have, um, you know, ha- wrestled an alligator, then he, then he, he would have been the champion. But, but, yeah. uh, but this year there were, there was going to be no doubt. We were talking about a perfect season yeah. five days ago. Yeah. Right. Right. Do you guys think that the last couple of years changes things for these top guys? I, I know some of them have gotten hurt at GNCC, but if, if GNCC is the premier series that these sponsors want them to go after which it is do you think that all these other you know the sprint enduros and all these other races that clearly some of these guys are getting hurt at do you think that you start seeing less of them at these other series because they they have to try to stay as healthy as they can for gncc even though i know what it was at round one it took out thad took out you know Stu and all those guys but i mean last week Stu almost blows the side of his head off of with a tree, and then you know you've got Ben. Yeah. What do you think that changes, or it's, do we just keep running it as hard as we can? It's all funny week? you say that because we've actually we've, had this talk. Mm-hmm. Um, we we the, talked about this just the, y- yes. yesterday. Was yes. was ranting about it. Um, and, and the reason I think that they're going to have to still run these events is because this is how they make their living, and unfortunately, they're not making. Um, supercross money or motocross money, you know, they're not making a hundred hundred thousand dollars to win, or even as far as our knowledge, they're not even making 15,000 to win, um, a GNCC race. Um, um, maybe I think Stu said maybe a factory rider with his factory team is making 10 grand and then whatever the win bonus is for a GNCC, which I'm not sure what it is. Um, no one's ever really said, I don't know if Mikey knows or not, but I think it's only like $2,000. So, um, for these guys to make a living, they have to run these other races. They to, have to hustle. It's right. a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. It's a grind for sure. And um, uh, but uh, you know, Mikey, you know, we we've seen we've seen this build up over the years to where I I think it kind of used to be like you said, Luke, um, more of a if you were a GNCC racer, that's what you wore, that's right. what you raced, and that's the series that you ran, and that was about it. But now it seems like. All of these riders, and you're talking from the pro class down, are running multiple series. Mm-hmm. The, the, the schedules are are meshed together. The GNCC schedule comes out, and then everybody else kind of follows in and goes off those weekends. That way they can, that way they can make these races to where all these guys are able to come to them. Um, uh, what's your take on that, Mikey? 
Uh, I think it's, I think you guys nailed it on the head with the amount of money they make. I think it's probably, it's becoming more of a risk versus reward thing mm-hmm. probably at this point too, of like, Hey, do I want to drive, you know, most of these guys are East coast. So do I want to drive all the way to Missouri for an Enduro? Do right. I want to go to Indiana for an Enduro, you know? So it's, especially with fuel and everything is just so stupid right now. Right. Um, so I think guys, I think we're going to see a lot more guys kind of doing that assessment of risk versus reward. Yeah. Uh, and you may see guys that say, or even factory teams might, you know, KTM, I got to be thinking right now is thinking, man, we really should have just let Ben focus on GNCC and yeah. said, Oh, to this sprint enduro or the, the enduro. But yeah, hindsight's always twenty. What is it? Twenty twenty? Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's something like that. Pretty close to perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. a little stitious. <laughs> so, but it's funny because you see over on the over on the Supercross Motocross side, they they seem to take more precautions when it comes yeah. to when yeah, it comes guys to guys allowed, racing. They're like, not allowed to ride anywhere yeah. without getting team permission. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yep. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's understood that anytime they throw their leg over the bike that they have a high chance of getting injured. And I, to hate to say it, but it's becoming more and more so in the off-road world as well. Uh, you know, I, I believe last year when Thad went out after the first round, I believe that was also at a, uh, a sprint endure yeah. race. Mm-hmm. So it's taken guys out of championship hunts. It's, you know, and now who's to say that, the, that those same guys wouldn't go out and get injured the very next week at, weekend at a GNCC. But all I you know is every time they throw a leg over the bike competitively, they have that one more chance of, of getting injured. I think, I mean, we talked at the beginning of the show, the progression of the sport. And I, I mean, I think people that get into it, look at cross country woods racing as maybe safer than going and hucking yourself right. over jumps. But when you get at a, a, a level as competitive as these guys yeah. are, it's like trying to drive a race car with like telephone poles in the course and you're trying to dodge them. Like these guys are going so fast. And I've, and maybe that's why you look at like Stu's compound and Caleb's compound. And a lot of times these guys are training via with moto during the week. Right. I mean, I mean, look at what just happened to Stu. Like he's hitting like immovable objects at high speeds. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like the, if, if these guys want to do this, and part of the strategy is going to be stay healthy. It's you're going to have to take that into account when you're training. And then when you're racing these other events, because I mean, man, a tree hurts when I hit it on an e-bike, I right. can't imagine on a quad or, or, or a 450. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I think it's going to have to take something from the, the sponsorships of GNCC or GNCC itself to maybe raise the, the, the bar a little bit. So these guys don't have to put themselves and other series is which 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 we like because all the two wheel four wheel racing is what we love. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to have to take something with um, a little bit of money um, to get them to not to do that. Because like I said, you know we all know if the, this is what these guys do full time, they don't have any other job. If 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 you only make what forty fifty thousand dollars a year, it's, you're probably not. You know it's struggle to get the race to yeah. race. So. Mikey, uh, we had just had a comment uh, from Jeff Harvey. He actually asked uh, what our thoughts were on, on, on slowing the track down. I mean, is that something that um, it's kind of easier said than done at this point when it comes to the GNCC races? Because we've been at these facilities so so often and so long that are the tracks just getting faster and faster or or is, do you know of a, a, a of an effort that they have to to try to to change up something or another to, to try to make that a little bit safer 
Um, so I, I can't like speak totally on behalf of, of how they set up. That'd be a great question for Jared Bolton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do know that one of the issues we run into, because I hear a lot, especially from the youth ranks, a lot of parents are a little concerned with how fast some of the speeds are in these certain sections that are more open. Um, so riders, because it's more open, because they're not dodging trees, mm-hmm. they're carrying heavy speed like through the woods. And the parents' concern is, you know, my kid's running a faster speed. You know, that means a faster crash. That means a more serious injury. So tighten the tracks up, make them more technical so they're not running at such a high rate of speed. The problem we run into at the national with that is we have so many riders yeah. that we end up with these bottlenecks. And God forbid we get bad weather, and then it's like bottlenecks have bottlenecks that have bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a nightmare for the rider, for the parents, um, for everybody. So I know that's got a little bit to do with, with how the tracks are set up and why when you go to a local, they're a little tighter, a little more technical. Um but to Jeff, to Jeff Harvey's point, maybe we get rid of fire roads. <laughs> maybe right. we get rid of, you know, some of that stuff, if possible. But, you know, I'm not on the ATV with Jared and Ryan Eccles and those guys. So yeah. I don't know the rhyme or reason why things get set up like they do. I show up and yeah. <laughs> just yeah. talk about racing. No, I mean, so. the, you got to think about also, like, breakdowns and 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 that like yeah what how, how, i mean i'm not sure you i haven't seen the numbers come out this year like they did last year with like how many people or whatever but i mean we're talking like what 600 quads in the am and yeah. and maybe what a thousand close to a thousand bikes mm-hmm. on sunday yeah um with a bunch of bottlenecks like mikey was saying and then the track being so tight and stuff and there's just a lot more chaos going on i think with yeah. the, with the slower technical track it's not as easy as just making it right really, like you like you said mikey I, i've seen videos of old uh gopro videos of the snowshoe race where a guy is stuck in a mud hole and he looks around and there's literally a sea of atvs behind him where like when they had the terrible bottlenecks in the early snowshoe days so you oh, don't yeah. want you don't want that yeah um but like you, to your point, Mikey, um, uh, maybe a fire road going 45, 45 to 55 miles an hour isn't, yeah. you know, we want to find somewhere uh, in, the, in the middle, I guess. Looks cool in the drone shot, though. It does. Yeah, it does. If, the, if the drone can keep up. And, and me, the street bike guy, you know, I, I'm, I watch it and I'm like, I don't know why you guys are complaining about the roadway. Like, that's, that's the road I would go 120 miles down. <laughs> right. <laughs> hour now and you know woods guys are like oh we're used to we know what it feels like to crash that's why we don't carry those speeds <laughs> right yeah no no doubt no doubt so let's switch gears just a little bit i feel like every time that we end up talking about the the dirt bikes this year it always has been a little bit of a debbie downer just because of all the injuries we injuries we've had and and the, we've talked about all kinds of different changes that you know we've uh uh, uh theorized about um let's talk mikey i want to know your thoughts on this amazing show we're getting between Bryson Neal and Walker Fowler this year? Uh, it is long overdue. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, there was, there was some races. I remember 2017, the year that Walker won every single round with the exception of X Factor. And how many, I got so sick of saying every race, Walker Fowler out in front by a minute and 45 seconds. <laughs> you know, you can only build the hype of him winning every race. 
Now we can look back on it and be like, dude, that was a badass year. We saw Walker Fowler, one of the greatest seasons in the history of GNCC. I was there. I was in person. The reality is it's kind of boring to watch. Yeah. Right. So this year with the back and forth of Bryce and Neil and now how things are building, you know, Bryson, three wins in a row. First guy to do that since, what was it, Adam McGill in 2016, something yeah. like that. Uh, and, and you come into round, what is this, six? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and Bryson Neal's now got a little bit of a bigger lead. So will we see Walker Fowler lose four in a row? When's the last time that happened? Like, there's so many more storylines, and it's so much more exciting. And I honestly, I think if you ask Walker Fowler that, he would say, yeah, no, it is more exciting. Yeah. It, it is a lot more fun. Um I don't think Walker wants to win. Easy. I mean, maybe he does want to win easily, but he wants to earn it. And these guys are making him earn it this year. Yeah. yeah. Every, every time we've had Walker on the show, he's always kind of alluded to that fact. Like he always is looking for, looking for that extra motivation. Right. And it seems like, uh, you know, in years past, he, he wasn't able to find, I mean, it, he had to look really hard. He looked, he looked at, at our podcast at the time that only had 10 viewers <laughs> as a sign of motivation when one of us didn't pick him to win a race. So, yeah. so, but now, I mean, the motivation is right there. Uh, these two are pushing each other to, to, to new speeds that, that is just seems to be unfathomable. Like I find it almost hard to, you know, Brandon, you and I both have raced a quad. We've mm -hmm. raced quads in the woods. It's hard enough to, to, to dodge the trees, let alone try to be making passes. And I can't right. imagine at that speed. And these guys are making passes. I don't understand their lines constantly. I don't know how they get so many lines out there. Mm -hmm. Cause it feels like there, oh. there's a fast line. Like you see Bryson Neal, he's, he's in the lead, he's winning, he's going. And then Fowler comes out, takes a different line. And somehow he's like right on his butt or he's making a pass. It's like, where'd that line come from? I just did that, uh, the Mav TV voiceover for the general. And I may have been in the pits when this shot happened, or maybe it was, didn't make the, uh, the broadcast, but there is a shot at, at a Creek crossing where Hunter Hart is out in front, and you just see out of the right corner of the screen, and they're all brown riders on brown bikes. So it's kind of hard, but you can just tell by the style it's Walker. And he takes this this weird line that you're like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Grabs a fistful of throttle or a thumb. I don't know if he's a twist or a thumb throttle, but anyways. <laughs> he's a thumb guy, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he, he blitzes that thing, and you could not have slid a credit card in between his ass end and the front end of Hunter Hart. I mean, it was just like threading the needle. And even in the, the recap episode, I'm like losing my mind on it. So, yeah, when that comes out, definitely keep your eyes on that scene. Um, and that just tells you how gnarly these guys are in the woods out front. It's insane. Yeah. Was this speed from Bryson, was this there last year, you think, if he yes. didn't get hurt? Like what we're seeing yeah. this year to where he maybe starts to, to, to like – put out the fire of it's just walker fowler all day every day because the few races he was in i felt like it was there mm -hmm. it was he he had a lot of um i don't want to say bike mechanicals um but he had, he had a chain break one year or not one year but one race and and some other issues that that's happened um he's on a better team this year um yeah. and and they've got his back and i think he feels that confidence i felt you know like a safety blanket kind of like hey yeah. i ain't got to worry about this issue i just got to get on my bike and i just got to go do what i what i got to do when you say a better team you know 
last year he went from him and his dad. Mm-hmm. His dad was on the road all the time working, and Bryson was doing basically his own mechanicing throughout the week, and then his dad would be his his mechanic throughout the weekend. And now he has the Magna One Motorsports team behind him. Yeah, that right there. Mikey, what do you think? That right there has got to be all the confidence in the world, just knowing that, okay, that's one huge thing that I don't have to worry as much about as I have had to in the past. Yeah, the Magna One team, Chris Landers, he's a solid dude, and he's I think he's a guy that um, you, you can feel confident when he's in your corner. They're such a close-knit team. You know, they go to dinner. It's not, you know, it's not all business. I mean, it's cliche, but they're really genuinely like a family over there. Um, and that fits really, really well with what is essentially a father-son race team uh, with Bryson and his dad. Yeah. And that was a match made in heaven. And and you're right. Chris Landers is also a guy, um, you know, he works with like DQ on the, on the sprint car. And it's one of those things where it's like, man, Chris, you know, I could really use this item or this thing that would help my race program. And Chris was like, okay, let me make some phone calls. Let me pull some strings. Let me do what I can to to set you up for success. He gives you the tools you need, and I think that's showing in Bryson's confidence this year. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, confidence is huge, um, especially at that speed and you're at that level. Um, are we looking at maybe the kind of the passing of the torch like we watched with Fowler and Borsch uh, go down? What do you guys think? I don't, I don't think – selfishly i want that to be a very slow painful (laughs) passing of a torch (laughs) i want to see that to be a multiple multiple year process because if the racing continues to be anything like it is right now Mm -hmm. hey i'm sorry guys if bite guys if i offend you right now this is the best racing at the gncc this is this is this is the coolest thing to go watch you know i'm hoping and praying that we don't see a mechanical out of either one of these guys because um you know we we talked about last week with Jeff Harvey that it's almost like the first one to finish off the podium is going to lose the championship so I really don't want to see a mechanical come into play um so I'm hoping that we're able to see these guys just battle like Titan style uh for the rest of the season how old is so Walker Fowler age and then Bryson Neal they're pretty close in age aren't aren't they Mikey oh you would ask me that I am not (laughs) I know, I know, um, I'm trying to remember Bryson, just Jeff Harvey might be able to chime in because he did just tell us his age on, um, on his show, but it, it's, it's a significant enough difference that I know Jeff said something about, uh, Bryson winning, you know, seven, eight titles and Bryson's like, man, that would make me, I don't remember how old, but he'd be in his late, late thirties okay. if he were able to do that. So I don't know that Bryson will be able to have the run that Boric or Walker had, but I think when Bryson hangs it up, he's probably going to be in that list of names of, of great GNCC ATV pros. I would really like to see kind of uh, it come down to like a with Chad Wienan and Joe Hetrick kind of style yeah. racing yeah, over the next forth. four or five years um, if we can have him yeah. that long. You know the, what I mean? Yeah. I'm hoping five years. It's, it's good for the sport. I mean, like everybody loved – Carmichael, but if you look back at it now, like, damn, that was boring, man. Right. Like, just watching that guy win all right. the time compared to now. Right. Yeah. It, 
I mean, it is what it is. The ATVs, like if you're into it and you're there and you're, you're next to them flying through the wood, it's cool. But I mean, it's been boring. Like it's just, it's been Walker Fowler <laughs> and Walker's awesome. Yeah. But now like if you're a Walker fan, you like him even more when he's battling yes. and he makes a come. I think it's, I mean, it is what it is like ATV. It's such a cool sport. I don't know why it doesn't get the recognition that I think it deserves mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. You know, and you got a lot of new people there, like the e-bike thing. Like there's a lot of families there for e-bikes that their kid, their dad's racing, the kid's watching. That kid might be like, dude, that's awesome. And he wants to get a quad because of it, because now these two guys are battling. So I think it's only, it's definitely good for the sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jeff said he'll be 35 if he wins eight in a row. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, uh, And then um, he's... uh, Sunstar Chainus Brockett yeah, said that right. he's uh, t- 27 years old currently. Okay. Bryson yeah. is. So uh, they're pretty similar in age. I, you know, Walker's a year or two older. But I remember Bryson talked about how they raced a little bit together as amateurs, as, as youth racers. Right. I think Bryson has even said that they were in the very first ever youth race. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, these guys have been battling for, for a long time. And it's cool to see them at the top of the right. sport now. No. Does anyone knock him off? Does anyone else win besides Fowler? This year. This year. I Ooh. said when you guys had me on at the beginning of the year, I thought Hunter was going to win. I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm preoccupied with my <laughs> team. I don't know what's happened to Hunter this year. I'm, I'm a friend of Hunter's. I, I like Hunter. I'm rooting for him. I, I, do you guys still think he can get up and, and knock, it, knock one of those guys off? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's definitely got the speed. Um, that's, that's, you know, it's there. I'm not real sure. I know he had a couple issues, um, throughout the year already. Um, if I think if he can put it together and get, get that confidence and that, uh, back in himself, I think he can. Mikey, what do you think? Yeah. Hunter's Hunter will get a win this year. I, it might be, you gotta be careful with what you say. We know how your guys' oh, relationship I know. I know is. Hunter listens to every word <laughs> and he, he won't like hearing this either, but I think we get out of summer break. I think Hunter Hart goes into summer break and says, dude, I am nowhere near where I know I should be. Mm-hmm. And I think he comes out with the fire under his belly mm-hmm. after summer break. And those last few rounds, I think that's when he becomes a win contender. He was because fast at Mason almost, Dixon last year, right? He was very yeah. fast at I was Mason Dixon. Say, I, he, I, was, yeah. he was hot on Walker's tail the entire race. And I believe yeah. they even swapped positions a lot, too. Yeah. Sorry, Mikey. Yeah. yeah, no, no, you're good. Um yeah, he, he actually, um, you know, that <laughs> it's just fresh on my mind. The Georgia round, he led a little bit in that one. So he's been there. It's just a matter of that, like, complete race. And, man, he's just, it's just been tough this year. Another uh, another person I think that that's coming along and and might be able to squeak one out. And there's actually two people in my mind, but the one that John Glada Jr. Man, he oh, is he coming. is putting it on, and I think if he can just get that next little level and and attach to those guys, I think he can he can make a run for it too. Anybody else? Yeah, Glada and Feehan both. Rodney and I keep referring to those guys as the young guns. There's definitely you know we talk about changing of the guard between Bryson Neal and, and Walker Fowler. But boy, I got to say, we're saying the name Devin Feehan and mm-hmm. John Glock a lot more than we are, you know, Adam McGill and Chris Borich and, right. and Jared McClure at this point. Um, Does McGill taking- get a podium anymore this year? <laughs> McGill's my guy. We're Dodgers County guys. He flicks me off every time I see him. <laughs> do, do we get McGill on the podium this year? I know he's old, but I'd like to see him back on. But- yeah, man. 
he needs to get his jitterbug phone out. Give us a call. <laughs> get back on the podium for sure. Yeah, that dude doesn't even text. He's old. <laughs> he just calls. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He called us and and, and said uh, he, he or you know he messaged us and said uh, yeah call me leave me a voicemail leave me a voicemail. Like who leaves voicemails anymore? <laughs> Like McGill, who leaves voice? So no, but in all honesty, uh, uh, Luke, I think he has three major chances to get on the podium this year. Yeah. One, first and foremost, snowshoe. You never count McGill yeah. out at snowshoe. You never count McGill out at the uh, at the at the Beckley, Beckley Reserve, yeah. and you never count out the buckwheat. Those are the three in the state of West Virginia. Uh, races that I think he has a major shot at getting on the uh, get on the podium. Can I tell you a funny McGill story? Yeah, oh, we're we're all ears. So, at uh, uh, what was the South Carolina round uh, the the Tiger Run, mm -hmm. where all the GNCC staff, Mikey, you included, had those awesome jumpsuits. Um, <laughs> so McGill and I go way back and. I'm like, okay, I'm going into, I took my e-bike team down. I'm like, I'm going into the woods right off the start. And when he comes through, I'm going to moon McGill. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to moon him. I didn't know Adam was going to get the whole shot. <laughs> so <laughs> I end up mooning Walker Fowler by accident. And, and like, you could just see like, <laughs> like Walker McGill's in front because nobody expects him to, to get the whole shot. And then like, I can just, cause I watched the video after I did it, I, I can just see Walker's face like his head just like turns like he's like is this dude's bare ass like so it was uh and then i was like okay if anybody from mx sports saw me do that i'm definitely because i'm i do a lot of work with him I'm like that probably wasn't a good move but yeah and then i texted adam he's like no i, I definitely would have seen that big white you know and he didn't so it, it was a fail the big bore yeah the big bore. yeah the big bore yeah yeah it was good oh, stuff hell yeah that's awesome yeah. man hey mikey we're not gonna keep you much longer man we know you got another show to appear on here probably half an hour or so <laughs> yeah yeah uh doing a podcast on the hell i don't know it'd be hamster racing maybe <laughs> hey, hey you'd make it interesting you'd make it interesting if it was hamster I'd racing my sure. best. <laughs> but we have a we have a couple of listener questions um uh and the best listener question is going to get a a prize tonight but uh one of the, a couple of them are directed towards you um so, uh, Walker Taylor is wanting to know about the Skillman Chevron uh, sponsorship plug in the Maxis days. Oh, you're talking about where they stock them deep and sell them cheap. Uh, oh, wow, that is a car salesman commercial right there. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no, he, man, he knows. that Dude, that brought me so much joy back in the day. Walker Taylor uh, had... He, you know, a lot. There are very few kids that can go up there and do their sponsors, and do them well without a note. And whether they got a note or not, I respect them. You know, give those shout-outs. But when the kids come up, they don't need notes, and they can just roll off the tongue. I'm like, this kid was made for a microphone. <laughs> That's Mikey, awesome. you must never get that feeling now after going to the GNCC banquet last year, and every single human being that got on that stage with Mikey or any of them just read off their cell phone the entire time. So Mikey <laughs> probably never gets that feeling their anymore. 
shaking and terrified, poor things. <laughs> there's no pit boards. No. There's no pit boards to read yeah, off no, of. There's no pit boards. They're struggling. <laughs> so we got another uh, listener question. I can't say who this is from, but uh, are you? Uh, are we going to see Mikey Wayne's running running in a ATV morning race at any point in time? Hell no, because I'm going to beat Jeff Hardy. I'm going to beat Hunter Hart's ass. We're going to win. I got confidence in DQ. Oh, okay. Fair, you got, wait, time out. Wait, you DQ. got confident in DQ. DQ is going to pick yeah, the ATV, so, fa- the ATV so, fantasy team? This is a little wager we have going on. Uh-huh. And maybe this is, maybe it's an unrelated question. It very well could be. But I just made a wager with Hardcore Harvey. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. That if I lose, right, I got to race, uh, <laughs> hopefully, Youth Trail Rider. Um, <laughs> if they'll let me sign up for that um, at the fucking following round. Uh, so, that's awesome. So here's the thing. Um, if you do lose, Mikey, uh, I know that there yeah. was jokes last night about who, like, you know, who's going to pit for you. Like, rest assured, we got you, man. <laughs> we, we will... We will have the split line his, pit uh, crew. His camo pack will be full of whiskey. Just oh hell yeah, <laughs> he's in. Hey, I might actually do well. I might not get dead last. <laughs> Shoot, that's a awesome. Liquid courage, liquid, little bit liquid of liquid, liquid courage, courage for yep. sure, for sure. So, uh that's about the last question I have for you, Mikey. Man, <laughs> man, I tell you what, dude, we appreciate, as always, we appreciate you coming on the show and uh, always a good time getting to getting to catch up with you and hang out a little bit. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, you guys. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll shoot uh, see you Saturday. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Shoot me a shirt t-shirt size and uh, we'll bring you a t-shirt and uh, uh, a handful of stickers. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. All, right, all right, bud. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. See you, Mikey. All right. See you guys. Yeah, man. Always good having Always Mikey good. on. Always good to hear that uh, that uh, funny voice. I wasn't <laughs> sure if that news was out there about Rodney um, stepping down. Like he came up to uh, uh, he came up to us at one of the first races we had this year and had mentioned that he pretty much just told us everything Mikey told us. And when I had Mikey on the show a few weeks ago, I didn't even bring it up because right. I'm like, I don't even know if that's news or not. But right. I mean, I think Mikey's, uh, I told him on the, he, he's so good at what he does. Yeah. He, he brings something completely different than we've ever really had. And it's, he, he's like one of the people he's not the announcer. Like, I don't know. It's, it's because his personality and, and all that he relates to the, to the fan really well. Right. And I think he's going to be a perfect next person for that that Absolutely. role he's right. the guy that everybody looks to to, to find when they want to hang out with somebody yeah. cool with a track um no i agree with you 100 it, it's almost like he's there for fun and then just happens to announce yeah. the yeah. race while he's there yeah. but i tell you what um on the flip side of that is it just me or did anybody else just expect rodney to always be there yeah, and right. never yeah. never not be doing the 10 second call i never even thought right. about who was going to do it next <laughs> yeah it's yeah like, it's he i mean how many years he's been doing it for for a long time uh, yeah. yeah yeah I, I can't remember but i know ever since i've ever watched gncc or atv motocross at that yeah, fact yeah absolutely. it's been rodney tomlin yeah no yeah. Uh, you're exactly right we you know I, i'm really proud of the fact that we got to be at his last atv he motocross and listening yeah. to him announce that race yeah that um cool. up at high point yeah, so he, that, that was cool he actually um announced it over the intercom that he, he was you know that was his last race he was retired from atv motocross announcing at high point so mm-hmm. it was pretty cool yeah that is 
that's something you'll remember forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So let's get to a couple more of these listener questions. Uh, one thing that we have, uh, uh, we have somebody who is it? Um, Eight two nine Walton uh, wants to know about uh, what keeps what keeps you what keeps what keeps both of you guys coming back to XC Racing year after year. Hmm. Or or woods racing, but woods racing, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, um, I just love racing. Period. Uh, it's been in my blood for. Shoo, I started going to the pyramid at like seven, um, and and I never left racing um, after since then. Um, but right now, around here, there's no motocross tracks. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, um, if you want to race, you kind of have to like XC. Yeah. Um, it's kind of where I ended up. I'm not going to lie. I was always a motocross guy. Um, I love motocross. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I found a love for cross country riding or XE or whatever you want to call it, uh, GNCC racing. So that's what keeps me coming back. Um, just the, just the people are awesome. Um, never meet the nicest people ever, um, with any racing really, but, uh, that, that's what gets me coming back. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I tell my, my wife this all the time, like, I'm just competitive. So, you know, I'm going to race something. Um, I grew up racing and, and riding dirt bikes and, and, you know, I was better on a bicycle. So that's what I did. I got into GNCC in 2019. And man, the thing that is going to keep me going there as long as I possibly can, and it might end up being on a quad or a dirt bike one day, whenever I have a kid, if it's not on an e-bike, it's it's the family side of it and that's something yeah. that i learned really quickly like it's like a circus slash like camping weekend slash race like everybody your kids are safe like nowhere else can you show up and just let your seven-year-old run around and not know where they're at all day but know that they're safe the family side of it to me is really cool there's a lot of youth kids on my team uh and a lot and a couple of them race quads and you just get to see like it it just raises a kid differently than baseball, football, basketball, yeah, any of those things. So that's, you know, when, whenever my wife and I do have a kid, like that's going to be the reason I want to continue to be part of it um, is the, the family aspect of it. And you get to compete while you're there, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, like Luke, I agree. I, I always kind of refer to it as the uh, a, a traveling trailer park. Is what it is because it's you, you go there and you see all of the all of the big rigs, all of mm. the campers, and it, it's like a traveling campground. These guys go to and they compete. They 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 battle to the death on the track, and then, then off the track, they they light the campfire, grill, and have a good time those evenings. And you really don't get that in any other style of racing, to be honest. Like we know we've we've talked to. Uh, ATV, ATV motocross guys and and obviously the uh, the dirt bike motocross mm. guys are very serious and and not saying that that the GNCC racing isn't serious because it is but there's almost there's a very strong bond and com camaraderie mm -hmm. in that series and it trickles down to all the local yeah. series as well you know we go to the Mount St Hair Scrambles every once in a while and uh, uh, top notch uh, tracks and and but when you're there, your family, if you've not been there for a while and you come, it's like everybody comes up and talks to you. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's good times. It's good people. Yeah. And, uh, it's a really good way to, to spend your, spend your days for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, uh, our, our last question that we're going to be able to get to tonight, um, uh, comes from Mason's Mason, uh, Mason Mills. So he can't win the seal savers, right. but, uh, he wants to know, um, uh, what is the best GNCC race 
of all time. Of all time? Yes, of all time. If you had to, first one, so, I have wait, one right so now. The, the, black, the Blackwater wasn't a GNCC was, race, no, right? I was going to say, those don't count, right? Those don't count. Could you pick one, though? I, I mean, just, I mean, no, no, no. Like so I'm year? saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, a race. What is the best race? Oof, the best race. Um, I, I think you have to go back to the Chris Borsch and, uh, that's um, what I was going to say. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Walker, yeah. uh, race. Um, but for the quads, anyway. 2014 Ironman. Yeah, 2014. Did they? So when we were out for COVID and they were doing those like look back shows, did you watch any of those? The where they would like recap the, and they would have the riders talk about it. Was that one? Did they do that one? Yes. Um, yes, yes. Okay, I, I saw that. So I, I, I come from the motocross side of things. Like I, I got into the sport in like 2000, but it was moto in Supercross. Yeah. I didn't know anything about GNCC until like 2008 or nine, and then I really got into it in 2018. So I'm I'm gonna go with that one because like and I I wasn't even into the sport at that point I don't think but right. I watched it during COVID and I remember um, them recapping that race um, yeah. and that one was uh, was was memorable for sure mm -hmm. yeah if you if you go back and watch that race you can't you couldn't write a movie to be more mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. like like thrilling and accurate that race was the title was on the line winner take all and, and that, that's, that's when when Borsch had what six champion six Nash like six times in a row right yes yeah. yes uh, Borsch and and Walker were were basically tied whoever won t took it all and and they went back and forth and the you know the the camera guys got the best of the best action, but, but even Borsch and, and Walker said that they passed each other another <laughs> half a dozen or yeah. a dozen times throughout that day. And they were just nose to tail, uh, the entire race. And it came down to the finish line. It was, it was by far, in my opinion, the best race of all time. Uh, we got a couple of comments, uh, on that, um, uh, Sunstar Chain Sprocket says it was uh, 2015 Powerline Park uh, has to be one of the best videos on, on YouTube. That was a okay. good that was a good race as well. Uh, David Hawkins says uh, Bill Balance and Barry Hawk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah, We know those two went out for going, sure. Those are going mm -hmm. back. That's going way back. That's before. Sure. That's definitely before us. <laughs> yeah, for sure, that's for so sure. Good. So, uh, uh, do we have a question <laughs> that we're going to pick for for the winner? Oh man, we can't pick that one. That was a good yeah, one. But Mason one. Mason's not going to be too pumped if he wins his own seal savers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we have to give it to the guy that uh, asked why we were coming back. Yeah, uh, why, what keeps us coming back? Yeah, eight two nine Walton uh, hit us up. Uh, you win the you win the seal savers for the weekend. So uh, we're uh, we're happy to do that. Happy to mm -hmm. happy to get uh, some some seal savers seal savers out there. You guys right. gotta make sure you check those out. I'm excited to yeah. see what you think of is yours. Mason the is the one from seal savers. Yes. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm gonna run those this weekend and. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I think it's anything like that. that I mean, man, the, the, the suspension on an e-bike is insane. Like, yeah. it, it's really expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, and some of the conditions that you race at at a GNCC mm -hmm. can do yeah. some damage on it. So those are, that's Especially cool. a soft race like you just did yeah. last week. You know? I, I can say from, from riding over the winter, um, I ran the seal savers all winter long and yep. my bike was a train wreck most of the time. And you could take the, uh, take those seal savers off the forks and you could see your reflection yeah, in, in, awesome. the, in the stroke. So I, I use them on my dirt bike all the time every yep. race uh they're they're on there and uh every time i go to clean i always check just like oh, they still, yeah they're working perfect you know what i mean so uh 
shout out to him and they're awesome over at Sales Savers. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Jeff, we'll see you. Definitely see you Saturday yeah. for sure. We're we got gonna, we got a lot of meet and greets. We got to a do. lot of meet and greets oh, to do. Man, guys, busy guys. We are. Guys, we we'll, are. we'll be having t-shirts with us. Um, we're kind of running low on the t-shirts. The new t-shirts are coming in soon, though. We'll have them we'll have probably those the for, next race. Yeah, for the uh, Mason Dixon. We'll have them for the Mason Dixon for sure. They'll be. Uh, if you didn't hear us at the beginning of the show, uh, we're doing a co-sponsorship deal with uh, Mount State Hair Scrambles, so we're sponsoring that series now, and. They will also be carrying our T-shirts in uh, in their booth. So uh, so excited about that. So if you guys don't want to go through us and get a T-shirt and throughout the hassle of shipping and handling and all that, yep. just go to a uh, Mountain State race and pick up one there. So uh, for sure. But guys, make sure you get your make sure you get your fantasy team in this weekend. Yes, big big fantasy week. Big fantasy weekend. We got major prizes. You guys can win an XC Gear Mako 360 for your dirt bike or your ATV. That's a random drawing right there. You, the uh, overall winner for the dirt bikes um or the best team for the dirt bikes is going to get a chain, uh, chain and uh, sprocket kit from Sunstar, and the best uh, ATV team will also get a Sunstar chain and sprocket kit. So it's going to be a good weekend for for fantasy for sure. Uh, before we go, let's just do a couple picks real quick. Who do you think is going to oh, win? Man. Uh, which we want? We going quad let's first. Go, let's go quads okay, first. Okay, quad first. Um, Luke, you want to do the honors? You want me, or you want me to go first? Let's. I'll, I'll go first. I'll yeah, go, go first. Yeah, You're go good. For it, man. You're good. Um, I tell you what, uh, Walker Fowler comes back swinging this week, uh, three in a row. He's 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 like, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. Four in a row is not happening. Uh, we're 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 not ready to do it yet. So Walker Fowler with Bryson Neal in second, and with a John Glotta Jr. in third. I, I'm gonna go Bryson, man. I, I'd love to keep seeing him just swing in the walk i like walker but I, I i like the guy that's taken the crown a little bit this year so i'm yeah. gonna go bryson yeah yeah I, I, you know it's hard to pick away from either one of those right. two uh i'm not going to right now because <laughs> i think i think until something major changes because those guys are so far in front of everybody else at the moment i'm not saying it can't happen but uh, I think guys, I think I think guys like John Galata Jr. and I think guys like Hunter Hart will get there mm -hmm. this year, uh, but just not right now. Right. I I think that. Um, I'm going to go Walker as well. I think Walker, uh, you know, this is Bryson Neal's house. Well, it's both their houses. It's both their they, houses. They, they both call mm -hmm. this their house. As of late, though, as of lately, yeah. it has well, been it has been I mean, all last Bryson year, Neal. Fowler mm -hmm. won. <laughs> last year, Fowler won. <laughs> but, but, Bryson, but Bryson was also underneath of a hey? Ford F-150. You, you got to finish, man. Yeah. That's you, part of the no, race. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. What about, what about the dirt bikes? Well, guess what, guys? We got a new winner. We got a new winner this week. We didn't think it was going to happen, but we get a new one. Yeah, Ben so, Kelly, Ben Kelly Hill up though, man. We, yeah, we're, yeah, dude, we're, that's 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 a bummer. Um, I want you guys to highlight Trevor Bollinger. I think he ends up. I don't want to say stealing this championship, but he's going to steal it. I think Bo Trevor Bollinger has been putting on a clinic here lately, and um, I'd be highlighting Trevor Bollinger. I'll say he gets to win this week. So do you think that – so obviously you think that we're not only going to have a new winner for the season, but we're going to have a first-time winner. Yes. Yes, I, I, I believe it. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Jordan Ashburn. I, uh, I've been pushing for him. Wow. The wind must be <laughs> The wind picked up. You know what you know what it is? You start talking about these damn bikes. Yeah. It's and, the bikes, and, man. And people start 
Start just dying, dying man. <laughs> God. So, backstory, guys. I put that plywood up there so the sun wouldn't shine through. And uh, we opened the window because it's really, really hot in here. And uh, we. Yeah. I, just, oh, I saw your face. I, I thought I a missile was coming. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Holy it's crap. The bikes. You can't even like, talk about it. We can't even talk about it. Mikey Waynes, if you're still watching, like, we almost. Watch your back, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't talk about the bikes. That was wild. I got to drive on so let's real quick get through yeah. this. What, what's your what's um, your take? Luke? I was going to say the same thing. Just looking back at his his results so far this year. I mean, he started out with a fifth, a fifth, a sixth, and then it's just gotten better and better. better. It's got a third, a second, and a second. I mean, it might not be the most exciting pick, but I, that's what I was going to go with too. I mean, he's on paper, he's the natural next guy to take take the win. Yeah. All right. So Brandon. Brandon made a statement at the beginning of the season. I did. I did. He I... made a statement. He said, I'm going to pick Jordan Ashburn until Jordan Ashburn wins a race. And as of the last two races, he's went away from that. I have. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I always explain it. It's like, it's like that guy uh, that, that keeps buying that jersey and the, the player keeps getting hurt. And I'm trying to take my, my bad juju uh, as Luke looks over at the plot. I'm just watching your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, put it, I put it at a good lean angle there. No, I, I'm trying to take that bad juju away from him. I, I, I'm going to pick Jordan Ashburn, though. I think Jordan Ashburn um, is hungry. And I think that, that, you know, with the unfortunate news of Ben Kelly being out, I think that that, that really pushes a hunger up in for – a lot of these guys to step up and like, okay, we can win. We can win this year. It's not a, a, a chase for second. It's a, it's a battle for the for the lead right now. So I'm going to take Ashburn, uh, but I think Trevor Bollinger is there to uh, to battle him all, all all day. And then I'm going to pick um, I'm going to pick Lane Michael, the West Virginia native, to uh, to finish third. Is he? He's back. He's back. This is, and he, this is his first race back, right? No, he Second. was he, he was, was back, back last last oh, week. He, he, last ran, week. Okay. he ran in a podium position. We had him on the show last weekend. Yeah, or last week, and he ran in a podium position for quite some time. Yeah, but uh, ended up, uh, as he said, kind of faded. Uh, his his uh, energy levels kind of faded towards the uh, towards the end of the race, and he ended up dropping back to sixth place position. Mm -hmm. But uh, Lane's a Lane's an awesome dude. I'd love really to see is. him finish the year out strong. Right. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he really is. He really is. Uh, so now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> No, I'm gonna stick with Lane. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Lane. I think that you know, I think that he can get himself back in that race shape uh, pretty quickly. Uh, uh, and like we've always said, and he gets tired of hearing us say this, but the speed, the speed is there. The speed is not it. Uh, um, so look for him to be up there running uh, strong uh, throughout this week for sure. Yeah. I can't believe we're already at two hours. We're at two. I was at, at like an hour, and I was like, man, I don't know how this shit's gonna go. It went. I was. <laughs> It's, it's easy to talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's like I had like a lot of stuff to get into, and we, we don't even get to cover it. So, well, what's your Brandon has a? Uh, we're starting a new segment. Oh, oh we're, we're going to do, do you have a? I mean, I, I mean, I can throw it out there. I mean, uh, do we have time. Is it a money one? It, what do you mean, like a money? Yeah, is it about money? It, it, it's kind of <laughs> about money. I like money. Let's talk about All it. Right. Okay. He, so, he, well, it's the 10 second tantrum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my 10 second, 10, oh my gosh. 10 second tantrum. I need water. 10 second tantrum is, um, so we're going to these tracks and it's not just, a, we're going to these different races, right? Um, I was complaining that, you know, maybe we should start racing for money last time. You know, uh, we have thousands to quad guys have 10 or $15,000 in our quad. A dirt bike off the showroom floor is 12 grand. You know, we're not going to kick back from it. And then we start going to races this year. And the way it's always been for me, and I've always understood it, was 
every three riders is a place, right, for a plaque, for an award. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to a lot of races this year. There's been 20-plus guys in the class. They're only paying back to third place. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, I, I know, like, fifth place or fourth place isn't as great as that third place, but, dude, I busted my butt for a fifth place. You know what I mean? Like, um, at least I can have your $10 award or, 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 or plaque. or GNCC know. is still every every third. It, yeah. I, I know that. for. But Are they the same with the EMTBs? For are we talking about plaques? plaques? Yes. Yeah. So it depends on the size of the class. I mean, I've seen them go back to sixth place. Right. 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 Yeah. right. So I mean, so but, but my thing is, is and I and I'm not talking like these events are small. Like I'm talking like you pull into these events, and it looks like a national. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's uh, 120, 100 or 150 to almost 200 riders in huh. one session. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or you know 25 to 30 guys in a class, and and they're only paying back to like third third place in awards. I'm like. Come on, guys, you're making like I know, like, you know, it's easy to figure out what you're making, you know, and, and you can't pay back a little bit more. Like, you know, we, we sacrifice Plaque time. back a little bit more. Yeah, just just a little bit. I but mean, I'm with you like last week on the on the money situation. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I do think that these guys, you know, especially the pro guys that are doing it and trying to make a living. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the race. I don't think these guys should have to race two, three Series. series and then try to go find money races to make their ends meet i just think that's crazy especially when these guys like 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 lane michael like top of the sport like you know he talked last week about you know he, he would race a local sometimes if there's if, if there's a good cash grab he guys like that shouldn't have to these are factory riders yeah. um I, I think a lot of people are quick to to point the finger at like why isn't the promoter paying? And I mean, look, like we can add up, you know, how much per head you're paying to get in there. And, and yeah, is racer productions MX sports, are they making a lot of money? Yes, man, their overhead. It, yeah. It, there's a ton that goes into that. My question would be it, you know, why aren't the OEMs yes. paying way more? Because I can tell you what, man, GNCC Woods Racing is a much bigger sport than motocross. Right. Yeah. And those moto guys, they say, well, that's what moves bikes. Well, okay, does it or is it, is it Ben Kelly? Is it, right. is it, you know, Thad Duvall? Are, are those are the guys that are selling Huskies mm-hmm. and KTMs or is it Marvin Muskan and Mookie? Right. Yeah. I think it's more the guys in the woods. So I'm not saying they need to make more of the motocross and supercross guys, but it's marketing dude yeah. so like why you know why can't more of that budget get yeah. put towards those guys that are out marketing the product where they're going to go buy it at rg motorsports yeah. or whatever it is right. a, a lot of this old we have a old system of uh and you see it across the sports board and it's a lot of the tv marketing deal yeah and and unfortunately gncc is a hard sell for like a live tv event um on, on cable tv because it's 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 one of those races that it's so hard to to pinpoint exactly what time we're going to start, yeah. exactly what time we're going to finish. Um, you know, if you're not into it, man, it, it's hard to watch. It's hard to follow, yeah. yeah. If, if you're Until, not into it, and you know they, you know, Racer TV and GNCC has done such a good job with with the different camera angles, the yeah. drone mm-hmm. footage. But like Mikey said, between those camera angles, between the there's a lot of mileage out there mm-hmm. that we're not seeing the action. Until we can get like you know one day. 
I expect there's going to be a day that we have a camera at every mile marker. Oh, no doubt. And yeah. it's it's going to happen, you know, and, and I can see it. I mean, I don't know what your guys' dads did on Sunday, but my dad was a big NASCAR fan. And we would come home from church. NASCAR would be on. When I'd be eating dinner, NASCAR would be finishing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like five hours of coverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. you do is watch a car go around in circles yeah. and circles. People, I mean, I was boring. Like, I'd come in for the last three laps or something. Like, oh, yeah, check yeah. this race out. But yeah. People don't have that attention span anymore. No, mm-hmm. no, because everything's right here on your phone. And you're yeah. just – I mean, honestly, I ain't going to lie. When I watch, you know, if I'm not at the race, GNCC, I pull it up. I'm like, okay. All right, they're in the lead, they're in the good. You know, I watch a couple bit, and then I'm like, all right, I got to go do something. So I go do something, I come back later, and like, all right. all right, checking it on the race, you know? Yeah. But in today's day and age where, like, we talked about how, how the TV marketing is, is – is slowly becoming less and less of a factor. You know, we're now able to stream and watch. We're able to watch live on YouTube mm-hmm. the uh, the GNCC race. I mean, without without all this technology, like you wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't have a show. And and, and now we're able to have these shows and produce them ourselves. Um, um, I think the world's changing in the fact that that uh, that it's becoming more and more accessible to be entertained by GNCC. And um, I think that the OEMs really need to start taking recognition of that um, um, and, and really making maybe weighing a little bit less on the fact that everybody's buying a, uh, a Yamaha because Eli Tomac switched right. to it. Yeah, I think Eli Tomac sells far less Yamahas than people that look up to Lane or, or I mean, Stu. Stu, yeah, Stu. Let I me mean, think that the amount of people out of GNCC compared to the people that actually ride that go to. I mean, look, the people that ride that go to the Nationals are way more than the people that go to the Supercross races. Right. But I, like, you're not going to go to a motocross track. There isn't one around here. Right. But you're going to go to a GNCC. So yeah. I, I think it's. I do think it's a little bit backwards. It's an interesting discussion. I mean, it's the same people that promote the Promoter Cross series that run GNCC. Yeah. I'd be curious to get their input on it um, yeah. because, I mean, I, I'm sure they'd love to see the OEMs put yeah. more into those riders because it's going to only help the sport grow. And then let's, let's also take into account for that not only the GNCC, but look at every local series like the Mountstead Hair Scramble, like New East Coast series, like the NEXC. Like these are series that, that are – are GNCC but downscaled into a, a local series that you have a lot of racers that will race those series and never go race a GNCC series. Right, yeah. So if you add all the numbers up, like not just the GNCC, it, it's it's pretty yeah. incredible. Well, I think a lot of times, most, I mean, everybody watches, well, I don't want to say everybody, but I'd say 85% people watch Supercross and Motocross. But but all but race GNCC racing. Yeah, or, oh, for sure. Or, I mean, I'm one of them. I'll make. I don't get to go to a motocross track. If I do, it's it's yeah. got to be a practice day or or maybe a one off race or something. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think a lot of the 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 fans uh, we love racing. You know what I mean? So we we watch Tomac and we watch all that because it's 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 blown up. It's on TV, like we said. Um, but I always and I keep preaching it. And I want to keep preaching it until Mikey and those guys listen to me. Uh, I really think like or like an onboard camera with somebody or or um or the walkie talking yeah. or the walkie you know you go to nascar you put on a headset and you can hear the, what's going on with the race and mm-hmm. the crew chiefs and all this and and i know everybody says well the, the riders wouldn't like that because if they take a wrong line or whatever who cares you shouldn't be taking that line anyways you know what i mean <laughs> don't cheat you know we're, we're here to race and we're here to race fair and and as a rider you should be going i want to make my sport bigger i want to make it bigger so let's do what we got to do to make it bigger and that and, and that's the way i feel better right now yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I think 
I think most uh, most of the professional woods athletes do a particularly poor job of promoting themselves in the sport. I mean, Jesse Ainsley's probably doing the best job of it. I mean, that's only going to help grow the sport, which it grows the sport. It gets them more money. Like right. it's yeah, there's a lot of things that could be done differently, but it it, it, it it's getting better. Stu's a, yeah. a personality, obviously. I'd like to see people like Lane get on there. I'd like to see Ben Kelly, like, you know, um, Caleb started to do stuff his last couple of years with his vlogs. Like there yeah. needs to be more of that to grow, um, any sport. Um, I hated Austin Forkner until Austin Forkner started putting out vlogs. And then I'm like, Oh, this dude's actually not bad. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> on the podium, he kind of seems like, a <laughs> yeah, if he just wouldn't open his mouth as much as he does, he'd be great. But his, I mean, like his vlogs, he gives you a different perspective. It's the same thing with the woods guys. Right. Um, yeah. So. No, I agree. You know, and Stu Baylor is at the forefront of talking to these guys how they need to be able to put themselves out there more and and create more of a, a social media presence and and come on shows like this more. Like, don't ghost the guys when they're trying to <laughs> right. when they're trying to message you and, and, and get you on the show. Uh, hey, Josh Merritt, what's up, man? We appreciate you joining hey. this show. Uh, he asked what the big news was. We were talking about uh, uh, Ben Kelly and and Stu Baylor and and and, and that big news, but in the. Uh, possible departure of Rodney Thomas at the end of the year. So. Yeah, a lot of big things going yeah. on. Jo Josh, good luck this week and we'll we're gonna be at the uh we're gonna be at the John Penn, Penn, so we'll see you there for sure, man. So um Brandon. Is that it? Luke, that's a Yeah, that's I'm, pretty I'm getting kinda tired. I almost got killed. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. That's almost as bad as the before we went live and the chair broke on me, remember? I remember that. <laughs> the back chair breakdown show. The back show. chair broke down, yes. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. That was like show five, five or something like that. Thanks for having me, guys. It's fun. Yeah, man. Now, yeah, I Luke, enjoy it. It was good having you in, man. Um, if you guys if you guys have never listened to Luke's podcast, um, he's on the Racer X uh, mm -hmm. broadcast. Um, uh, awesome and, show, Moto Marketing. And also, if you guys need any um, tips with your social yeah. media or anything like that, go hit him up on Instagram. Yeah, for uh, sure. Luke, if you want to throw out your Instagram handle, whatever. Yeah, it's Luke Nessler. It's N-E-S-L-E-R, one S. Um, I mainly just post about real estate and bikes, but what I do for uh, the main part of my living is I run a, a digital ad agency, and we do um, we help brands that sell their products online, but we work with cycling brands, moto brands, Guts is a client of ours, FMF, Racer X. We do all the social media for the Pro Motocross Nationals, GNCC. If anybody has questions, I'm always happy to help. Uh, we need to get you guys on the podcast too. I'd love to have you guys on and just talk about, you know, two dudes that I went to school with at least one of yeah. you and uh, <laughs> you guys are building something pretty cool. And um, we need to have a conversation with Racer X about maybe getting a woods racing show on there yeah. too. I think it'd be cool. So that'd be really cool, man. We, yeah. we appreciate that. And, and like I said, when, when, when Mikey was on and you uh, like you two, both of you two particularly have been in our corners uh, the entire time we've been producing this show. And uh, yeah, man, happy we, to do we, we appreciate yeah. having guys like you uh, uh, helping us out, giving us some advice when we ask for and it and josh merritt because he was our first uh, josh merritt josh merritt <laughs> he was our first one our man. first, first guest. Pro, our first guest. pro guest we, yeah. that's awesome like we may have I, I don't remember we may have lied to him but like yeah we've been doing this for years man no no we didn't do that we didn't he, he he knew he's getting himself into and he was happy to uh come on the show so uh uh you know we yeah. were happy to talk to happy to talk to josh and uh we need to get him on soon again josh i'm i'm, I'm looking at you for this weekend for my fantasy team okay yeah so so yeah. we got Luke, you need to play fantasy, man. You can win. Uh, uh, you can win some. <laughs> I, I, I've been watching your guys' fantasy, uh, you know, league grow this year. I think it's cool. So I will. Yeah. Uh, 
If I can jump on it week by week, I'll do it now. But if not, I'm going to get in oh, from no, the beginning. Now. Yeah, you can week, do it week by week. We yeah. do weekly prizes. Um, That's cool. Do you still have your dirt bike? I do. You do? Yeah. Um, you can win Sunstar Chance Rockets. Uh, last week, we gave away the gut seat cover. Um, we're also doing a Mako 360 uh handlebar clamp nice. uh this week uh you don't even have to win you just got to be in it yeah just, uh, just brandon hits his randomizer and uh yep and uh, a random guy wins a that's cool uh, a sweet bar Freaking, clamp it was like 400 bucks yeah man. those we, aren't cheap those are, i know we you know? need to talk to lance about getting like like the winner should get, get like, like a split line split line logo, logo and, yeah. and because he does like this uh like this etching engraving. yeah, yeah engraving that's cool. thing, so it's pretty sweet yeah that, that'd be sick um but yeah like dude it, it's it's pretty cool um like, like we tell everybody, the fantasy thing, we've kind of tried to keep it small, and each week it keeps getting bigger. And, and this guy over here, i got to give him props. He he, uh, he pretty much takes care of it all uh, on the computer. But I, I don't have the computer to, to really help him out and all that good stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll make that happen someday. Though. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll get another oh, computer. Sure. I know. <laughs> we, got we're, keep, we're, we got to quit buying so many T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we like the T-shirts, man. Yeah, T-shirts, T-shirts, T-shirts. So, Brandon, oh, give, give it to us. Give it to us. Luke, when you open your garage, buddy, and you open your and you see your dirt bike, you know I'm sure you want to see a guts racing seat cover on there, guys. Support these guys because the, this is what keeps this show going. Um, without them, we wouldn't have this studio still under construction. We're gonna make it a little bit better each time. Um, but anyways, go support guts because it's the sickest seats, uh, sickest seats there is. Um, trick seats trick seats man greg's ultimate trick seats that's right i mean when i when i see my husky man i'm like dude it's a sick seat <laughs> oh, hey i don't know what you guys they are the best they man. Are, man absolutely um but um still savers luke hope you enjoy those um i enjoy mine yep um i know you have some on your mountain bike yep and um, the atv and the atv got those um, coil savers <laughs> uh still savers are awesome dude it, every time i think of it i always think of dollar signs um anytime you can save money in this sport it's it's crazy uh suspension isn't cheap and we all know that as luke was just saying it's not cheap for mm -hmm. a mountain bike either um it's not expensive uh it's still expensive for a dirt bike or a quad uh so what i always say is save some money they're very affordable they're even more affordable with a 25 percent off discount right. code with a split line capital s capital s capital s guys um with over there you can save 25 percent off already affordable prices for still savers um save your pegs save your watch save your hands they got some hand savers do all that stuff <laughs> sunstar chan and sprockets they're the best of the business case hard and steel case hard and steel band um save 30 percent off there with uh the code Split on 30, right? Split on 30. There we Easy. Go. I got to remember all these, you know? Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. It's um, tough, especially at the end of the show. You're it, sweating. I'm sweating. There's a hot box in here right now. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, dude, they're, they're awesome over there. Sunstar. Um, I run their chains. They're the best chains. Uh, they last. Uh, mine's been through sand, mud, uh, dry, dust, uh, everything, and it still looks uh, awesome and works up to perfection. So go over there and support them. Um, XC gear guys. Um, if you guys are fighting fatigue, if you want a little smoother ride on your handlebars, don't want to fight arm pump. Um, go check out Lance over there for your mountain bike, your full wheeler, your, AT, um, your ATV or your dirt bike. Hook him up over there. Um, awesome guy, awesome supporter. Um, and also once you guys get all that on your bike and you want to test it out and you want to go ride a fun, just a, just a casual, fun day. Go hood up Mountain State Air Scramble. Technical track's going to make you a better rider. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's what they preach. And they don't it works. they don't breed champions. They they build them. That's I think right. that's, I think that's what their slogan is. is. is that what their, is Something that their like that. Yeah. Uh, you you. Uh, oh wait, right there it is. We we don't make winners. We help build them. That's right. That was not as, at all what I said. I, was gonna say, I, I think you're watching <laughs> the Kentucky Derby a little bit too much yeah. about breeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, guys, it's been a fun show. It's been a fun show. Thank you. Thank you to Ashley Hendershot. Uh, thank you to Mikey Waynes coming on the show. Luke Nessler, thank you for coming in studio, man. Thanks for having me, It's guys. been a good show, episode 76. Thank you all your sponsors, guys. Uh, play Fantasy yeah. this weekend, win surprises. If you guys are at the John Penton, hit Brandon and I up. We'll have T-shirts, stickers. We'll be there, guys. We'll be uh, probably vlogging on the uh, – on the. Uh, Instagram the whole whole day, so you we'll better see. hit us up early because it's gonna be sound like hotcakes. Yeah, we don't have very many, we don't have very many to sell either. So, <laughs> all right, guys, split line. Peace. Out. without getting fished. There's no place like Chrome.